This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we'll talk about some early injuries that could be devastating for some. We'll talk about uh, people having no plans to retire, having some plans to retire, and then Phil Kessel's there. Face Off Hockey Show. Right now. following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face-Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face-Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. I'm creating the things for our post show stuff today. Okay. So that's been a thing. So here we are. Welcome. Scotty Waz here. Johnny P there. Face Off Hockey Show here. Welcome. Uh, Johnny, you had an adventurous week. I did have before, a week. Before we get to the Iron Man stuff and the, and, the, and the throwing stuff on the ice stuff, let's get to your week. You went to Johnstown and the War Memorial, and you went to Penn State. I did. The uh, Pagola Arena is fantastic. It's uh, well lit. Lots of good lighting. Good band. Student sections. Well, there's probably there's only one student section. Yeah. Well, it probably spans across the arena. It's like uh, behind one of the goals. It's like a stand-up section. Gotcha. The referee had some great flow, even in this game. Nice. Uh, just a blood salad coming right out of the back of the uh, helmet. Um, but yeah, it was fun. We saw. Uh, Cameron Recky play. We ended up sitting uh, next to his whole family. Oh, nice. Somehow. Like, and the whole family showed up. Uh, Mark Recky was around the arena at some point, um, but was just apparently not sitting. He doesn't sit during games. That's what I was told. Mm. Uh, it also sounds like there's some, like, Sabres, like, ex-Sabres that go to Penn State games often as well. And well, they got, like, a sense. suite and stuff. So he might have been up there hanging out with them. I didn't play for this. Well, he's just like X and each other. So. Yeah. Um, so then woke up Friday, played golf at Penn State. I uh, chipped the ball into the hole. Then it actually looked like I meant to do it. Uh, not bad. Packed up everything, drove to Johnstown. Get to the hotel in Johnstown. And uh, the hotel in Johnstown uh, apparently doesn't have a room. They got they got rid of the room that that Jim had booked, uh, even though he had checked in the night before while we were in Penn State. Seems suspicious. Uh, so it sounds like long story short, what we figured out basically was that the lady checked Jim in, had everything ready to go. Somebody came up and uh, removed the check in because they were like, these keys are still here. So this person must not be here. Oh, for Christ's sake. Um, so we got a room. We had a room for Friday night. But we weren't supposed to have a room for for Saturday night. So shout out to uh, Joyce and Rob, 
were in the lobby while uh, this was going down and was like, well, you can take our room on Saturday night because we normally just get a room in case somebody gets hurt and somebody has to stay in town for an extra day type of thing. We're like, okay. Makes sense. Sounds great. Wake up Saturday, uh, go downstairs and ask the question about the room. And the lady's like, oh, no, you can stay. We've, we've taken care of everything. Okay. You didn't have a room for us last night. So the the guy that was working on Friday night, I guess, is just a shit show. <laughs> um, so long story short, we were able to hang out in a room. Saturday, we play golf. Well, Friday night, Black Bears game, win, listen to it on Defending the Den. Uh, Saturday, we play golf. I chip in again. Nice. I chip the ball over a sand trap this time onto the green. It just rolls and takes the curve and right in the hole. I was like, what? let's fucking go. We're winning tonight too, boys. Yeah. Uh, that didn't happen. though. Oh. Uh, so sadly, sadly did not win on Saturday night. Uh, we did get cheesesteaks, though, both nights. Oh, fantastic. Good. Fantastic place. If you're in Johnstown, mm-hmm. check out uh, a Pizza Deli six-pack. Uh, it, it, it actually tells you exactly what's in the store. Um, you can get six-packs. You can get pizza. There's you deli. Get, you can get deli stuff. But they've got <laughs> fantastic cheesesteaks. Absolutely fantastic cheesesteaks. So we get cheesesteaks. Uh, smart enough on Saturday to get the cheesesteak before the game so then we could eat half of the cheesesteak beforehand and then uh, eat the other half after the game. If so. If so needed, right? Uh, I met some great people in Johnstown. They were very happy, very excited that Jim was on the uh, catwalk. Uh, So that was fun. Uh, He was a little turn on the catwalk? He did, yeah. By the way, he looks way too big to be up there. And I've met Jim, and Jim's not that big a frame. But that no, picture you took Jim's of him. about my size. Yeah, that picture you took of him, I'm like, he looks like Gigantor on that catwalk. Well, I mean, it's, I'm, it, I'm zoomed in, obviously, but there's, like, I may be able to reach. My, if I stood on, like, one of the rungs of the railing, I bet you I could reach my hand straight up and touch the top of the uh, the roof, the ceiling. Um, but, yeah, so we took pictures. We did our thing. There are three back Bears games coming up this weekend. Indeed. Uh, against the same Johnstown Tomahawks. So, would he, would all he, in all. Do you mind if we showed that picture? It's, it's on the internet. No, I don't think he would mind. Okay. Because here's the picture that I see. And this is from, this is the picture you took from the Black Bears uh, perspective. This is, yeah, I mean, there's still room there on the top. But he, like look, the, it, like he looks like if he stands up, his dong's going to be right on that railing. Um, It's like... Mid stomach for me. Okay. So it is. Uh, it is like mid stomachy. Yeah. Basically. So hell, hell of a shots, by the way. Because here's the uh, kind of the overhead that he he gets he gets those nice shots from there. Yeah. And then you get those nice shots from there. Right. Yes. True story. Boom. Look at those pictures. Boom. Look at that. It's like we know what we're doing. Exactly. It's like your professional. Those uh, black jerseys are really hard to take pictures of. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Not not great. Not the greatest. Um, they you know, we were talking. We were actually talking through it. And the easiest jerseys to take pictures of were the uh, white military jerseys. That makes sense. Because you could like you just focus real fast on those things and you were good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. All in all, good weekend. Um, 
I, I do have an early diss to oh. uh, people driving on Route 70 between Hagerstown and Frederick. That's not your fucking NASCAR, guys. Like, it's such a nice drive, like nice, easy drive. I like driving home from Johnstown. Mm-hmm. The reason is because my little Subaru sports car coming down the mountains, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I head into a, a 20 mile per hour, 180 switchback turn. As nice. I'm coming down the hill toward it, it says I'm doing 63. Um, I just downshift into fourth, third, second, power around the curve, and gone. Especially if there's nobody in front of me. So, a lot of fun driving home. Makes sense. 70, right up until the point where you hit Hagerstown. A <coughs> lot of fun. Easy drive. Nobody's being a dick. You hit Hagerstown, and it's like, we're just going to drop a whole bunch of trucks on here that want to go 90 miles an hour. And go. <laughs> like, Jesus, dude. Uh, I'm going to be asleep here in like 10 minutes. Let's let me drive home. So we get to my place. Jesus. Then you can God, out. do whatever you want as long as I'm not here. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. All in all, pretty normal trip to Johnstown. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> split games. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> they were both one goal games. Uh, we got a lot of pictures. Very nerve-wracking. I have some really good pictures of the Johnstown goals uh, that obviously didn't go up. Sure. Um, so, got that going for me. There you go. Boom. Yes. Great work. Great work. <laughs> uh, so, oh, well. And we do it all again. Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. <sighs> Two o'clock matinee game Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday, you'll buy the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Because you're gonna be like falling off of it. <laughs> because it's the last game before a bye week too, so exhaust everything. Then I get some then I get a break. Right, exactly. Um me, I didn't do anything. I did I did the the alternate broadcast for those games because everyone I liked it. Everyone clamored for it. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Better than listening to fucking Nico. Um like the first game, I he literally had he said he had two rosters. Like first off, as a play by, I've only done play by play like once in the last tw- fifteen years. Uh, why would you need more than one roster? I mean, why technically would, he should have two, right? One for each team. He but had not two, two for the same. Team. He had two for each team. Oh, that's nice. Right, because he was calling he was calling um uh Riley uh, he was calling Riley Robe uh, Braden Stannard. Okay. Uh, and he was calling Braden Stannard Sean Cullen. Perfect. Or no, he was calling. No, he was calling Brain Standard Queen Kennedy because they had the same seventeen number. Um, you know, just that kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm just like, he's like, yeah, apologize. I, you know, I have the two rosters up here, and they they might not be updated. Like, dude, go to the NAHL website. It's right there for you. And we have there's line charts available. Grab those, maybe. The numbers are really big there. Any case. Uh, oh well. So did that Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. And then I, I will say I uh, fully appreciate it because you had given me a heads up mm-hmm. on the Friday night, Friday night game that I had to watch the alternate broad- broadcast. Right. So I watched it on Monday. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, listen to it, really. Sure. I didn't really watch it. It was just me staring at another screen the entire time. Um, And then I I sent you the message on Boxer, obviously. But the part where uh you're like, wait. The Black Bears scored? Yeah. Did I miss a goal somewhere? Yeah. Like, it was absolutely gold. Because, like, I already knew what occurred. Obviously, I was at the game. Yeah. And, 
so it was so good to hear it from like somewhere else. Yeah, because that was pretty much the same thought in the arena. Like, yeah, the, because Johnstown's gold light is is a beer light, right? It is a beer light. Both sides have um, neon beer signs, but instead of being on, dead on, they're like strobe lights. Yeah. So so when when uh, when uh, young Trey Scott threw a puck in from center ice, backhanded, and it went in the net that the goalie didn't notice, I saw strobe lights from behind. I'm like, oh, the, the camera flickered. Uh, the puck went out of play, and that's why everyone's kind of slowed down and no one's kind of going. And then they, they go to the center ice for a faceoff because that's the closest spot where the puck was. No, it turns out 20 minutes later, I figure out they fucking score a goal. Like, how did they? What? How? And I showed you the pictures I had. Of yeah, it. and those, those are fantastic. <laughs> those are wonderful. But, yeah, that was a, that was a fun event. Uh, yeah. By the way, that uh, Trey Scott, that yeah. kid has not seen a shot he doesn't like. Oh, oh right. I know. I know. He'll <laughs> fucking throw it from anywhere. <laughs> fucking kid's going to have 175 shots this year and two goals. I'm okay with it. He's got a I'm bomb, fine. though, when he catches that one timer on the power oh, yeah. play. Dude, he's he is a fucking. That's a good. That was a good pickup. Yeah. That was another good pickup from Young, Youngstown. Youngstown must be happy they can bury some of their talent down in, in Maryland. Maryland's very happy with it. Well, I mean, they don't lose them, right? Like, exactly. if they go to the NHL, it's not like they lose their rights in the USA. Right. So it does help having a, a team that you can, like, quote unquote, drop kids down to. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and I think with with Maryland, uh, with the Black Bears and Team Maryland, it's nice to have that pipeline, too. You play in the same arena. The locker room is like 10, 10 feet apart. Yeah. You, you know all the guys at that point, so it's a nice little chemistry. Especially when you only carry two goalies and uh, one of them gets hurt. Exactly, or, or one of them is sick or some shit. <laughs> and the, even then, they didn't pull from the EHL team. They pulled from the 18U team. It's like, you just sit on the bench here. We'll figure it out from there. <laughs> so, good time. Yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. Nothing really, nothing really happened. No hockey this week. Uh, UND's at Vegas this weekend. That game... Uh, Vegas. Uh, it's the UND against the ASU. Yeah. It's the Arizona State. I don't know if it's on. I don't think it's on. Let me check. Because I don't think it's nationally televised, which is dumb. I did hear. I did hear this weekend that there are a lot of college game, college hockey games that are on ESPN Plus now. Yeah. Um. Which I didn't realize. Hockey East does a lot of that stuff. Gotcha. Um. Midco. It's going to be a Midco and NCHC TV. Cool. Nice. A big event like that in Vegas, the USA Hockey Hall of Fame game, and you're putting it on local North Dakota television and the internet, which depicts up the television feed, but still. Anyway, yeah, it's a 9.07 p.m. Central Time start. Uh, that is luck. aggressive. Good Good luck to that to those guys in that game. Uh, <laughs> great. I will not be watching that. A, I don't have Midco. Um, it might be on ESPN Plus. I don't know. Who, who's to say? Sounds and, pretty mid. Mid, as MJF would say. Exactly. Mid. Uh, all right. Let's get to some uh, news and junk and stuff. Oh, by the way, programming note for you kids. Um, next week we will be doing a Monday show, a Halloween show. Ooh. It's twofold. A because my schedule is kind of really fucked for Tuesday. Uh, B Johnny's going to Dynamite on Wednesday, and we want him to have a fun time yelling at people and three um uh we can get frankenstein that's the only time we can book him Ooh, so yes, we have true. to we have to make sure 
that we book Frankenstein. Um, so just for you folks at home, when you get a like eight podcasts from our feed that drop on Tuesday, um, one of them is our actual show. Guess which one? You win a prize. <laughs> All right, let's get to some injury report. It's a cameo by Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. I think cameo, you have to write people a script and then they have to approve it or not. I don't know. In any case, uh, some injury news. Josh Norris of the Ottawa Senators shoulder injury. He is out long term. It could be a season ending injury. Yeah, this one sounds like it really sucks. <clears throat> Not a great time. Well, big part of that, that, that youth movement in Ottawa uh, and the Senators doing pretty dang well this year. Um, kind of surprising. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be a tough blow for them. But such is life. Could need surgery on it. We will see how it all goes from there. Um, moving on, Quinn Hughes got a lower body injury. He is week to week as things just get keep getting bleaker and bleaker for Vancouver. Um, man, gotta hate you gotta hate it for Big Bruce because Brucey's Brucey is pretty much on on uh, borrowed time. I would have to think already, which is sad because he just signed a three year deal. Right. Well, not sad. It's not sad for him. He'll still get paid. Yeah. Um, but you do. Uh, Mark Borecki had a rough time. He got pinned up against the, the boards on Saturday night, had to be taken off on a stretcher alert and, uh, conscious and all that fun stuff. So he was just getting there for diagnosis. He is fine, but he is also day to day. They're going to take that bit by a little bit, of course. Um, and, uh, James Van Riemsdyk had finger surgery. He is out four to six weeks for that. Mm. So tough. That's a tough one. Tough one when you're a centerman to have finger yeah. surgery. Uh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Uh, the money you give to us, we put back into the show, and we give you some bits for it, too, because, uh, like, tonight, after this show, we're going to be putting up our uh, definitive, definitive retro, uh, reverse retro 2.0 uh, tier list. Of course, a, uh, we'll give, I'll give you a preview of it, Johnny. That's as, a as, crying. That's good. That's what I envision. Here we go. Hot fire, cold dookie. That's all you need to know. We will be uh, we'll be putting that all together. We'll put it up on the thing, and we'll do. We're doing a show about it. It's going to be great. That's it. If you give five bucks, you give five bucks to the Patreon. That's what happens. You're going to get this fantastic, fantastic tier list and some other stuff. You get the video show if you donate a dollar, five dollars. You get to help uh, build a segment, and you also get the uh, video stuff and other stuff that we do. So. It's going to be a great time. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. You can be like Jerome and Pat and Jeff and Kevin and Matthew and Damon and Mark and Ethan and Trista and Chris and Rob and Sean. And that's it. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Join the fun. Join the intensity. Join the hotness. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Johnny, we had a tie. Okay. We had a tie. So that's good. Gives we're us go- more material. Exactly. We can, we can do one thing with Lyle. We can do one thing with us. I think we can leave the overreactions of week one of the season to Lyle. Perfect. And let's bring up relegation. Okay. Let's bring up the idea of relegation. So this was brought up by NBA chairman Jonathan Silver. Or Jonathan Silver? No, Jonathan Silverman from oh, Weekend at Bernie. Him. 
Yeah, from weekend at Bernie's. I mean, he does kind of look like that. Yes. He looks and like he's he, dead. And he made us made he let us know uh, let us know that a horse was named Friday. Obviously. So Adam Silver um, implied that if teams start to tank, then there could be a relegation to the G League. The idea that the two worst teams will be relegated to the G League each season and the G League's two best franchises were promoted to the NBA. Um, Okay. He said it would be it would disrupt the business model, blah, blah, blah. He just didn't want people to start tanking for everything. Now, we've always floated around relegation on this show. We've brought it up many a time. True. Um, and of course, with the 32-32 system, the NHL, AHL, and ECHL has, it makes it tough for that to happen. But we don't live in that kind of world. We live in our world. God damn it. True. Mm-hmm. We have our own world. Would you like, would, in a perfect hockey world, would you enjoy relegation? Um, and this speaking from a guy who you have a, soc- a very big uh, a federation soccer background. Yeah, I. So I think basketball falls into the same issue, though, really, is there just aren't enough actual good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, uh, in this scenario, it kind of can't work um, just because, you know, like teams prospects are playing in AHL. So effectively now you have you could have a team of the same. <laughs> owner organization etc can have two teams in the nhl if they're just both really good um so uh logistically it doesn't work in the united states um in a non-tanking type of way um i could see it working it totally blows up the draft though in the united states as well Yes. Um, which I think is the actual biggest issue in this entire conversation is that uh, American sports have a obvious like a drafting system where you can draft people and keep their rights and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so like you can't draft if you have relegation and promotion mm-hmm. in that situation. Now you're just. Everybody coming out of college or everybody who's 18 is our free agents, right? I mean, if you're going in the thought process of international soccer, you have, I mean, it would make things really fucking fun. Right. Uh, because, like, then the Colorado Avalanche is like, okay, cool. We have a spot underneath of our cap. We are going to sign the best 18 year old in the world. Right. <laughs> See, I think that because uh, Mark or Sean has always been a thing about, what do you mean they own his rights? What do you mean he's just a slave to the team? Which technically right, but in the Sean Sean's brass matter, it seemed really weird for him to say that. True. Um, but I think this is what players associations would want. You want to talk about players play- associations would, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about that. I mean, like they would love that if freaking nineteen-year-olds can choose the path they want to go. Hell even younger than that. But the truth of the matter at that point is that you don't have a players association for minor leagues anymore. It's one players association. It's one player. And and, let's be honest, it should be. (laughs) Um, 
I mean, the Professional Hockey Players Association should encompass NHL all the way down, but I'm not a labor expert, um, as told by my last contract. Man, fucked myself out of that one. In any case, um, the point I think that that it would be great if you see hell. The 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 biggest thing here, and I think this is why it doesn't happen, is um, you could really you could really fuck up junior hockey and college hockey, couldn't you? Yes. If you're cad, if you had your own academies, and those academies just started bringing in all kinds of, uh, you know, sixteen-year-olds signing there. But that's that what you would have to do. There's a massive infrastructure mm-hmm. that needs to also go into this. You can't just say, "Poof, we have right, exactly. relegation and promotion." Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to have ninety-six owners, right, that's of fair. teams. You don't have 32 owners that send money down to, you know, whatever, or their players down to whoever, or, you know, because um, every team has to be underneath of its own salary cap at that point as well. Yeah. Um, or I guess the league that they're in, you know, like even that could even screw things up. Cause what happens to the team that gets relegated to the AHL? Do they have to now like drop players because they're playing in the AHL and have to get to a lower salary cap? Like, you know, like there are so many variables that go into promotion and relegation that nobody thinks about. And they're just like, well, it's cool when we watch it on the USA network. Right. You know, um, I, I I don't know how you stop teams from tanking when there's literally a incentive to win your shit to not win games right exactly um but i think the biggest issue um i think soccer in the united states could do it because i think that there are some other teams out there that are owned by different people that you know they could start bringing in like a usl that's a completely different league than mls currently and a lower league etc etc right um but even then, like, uh, I don't know the best way to say it. Um, I guess you're changing the, you're you're changing the like playing field basically. Like these people bought into MLS knowing that their um, investment wasn't going to totally tank if they got relegated to another league because mm-hmm. they can't, right? And now all of a sudden. 25 years into it they're like oh and by the way right (laughs) um that investment you made thanks thanks for the first 25 years that was fantastic but now we're going to change things up now we have to make things different i mean dc united might be playing maryland at some point soon as terrible (laughs) they are wow yeah they're bad the mighty fallen yeah um but i don't know i mean i think it would be interesting um uh competition wise right the competition part of it is interesting the logistical part of it and how it's actually going to work and how all the players get dispersed etc 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 is that takes 30 years to figure out so sure i think it would it would be it would be fun but you're right the logistics of it and then having ownership and you'd almost have to start from scratch again yeah I mean, that's what the Premier League did effectively was they took the top 20 teams and put them into a league and then went, okay, everybody else, you are in other leagues. 
Exactly. Everybody else, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> You're on your own. So that's it. After our 85 years, it's good luck, goodbye, and good luck. I don't think I said good luck. <laughs> so interesting, interesting scenario. I, I I liked when Adam Silver brought that topic up for teams tanking. Like that's interesting. And then but I we, thought that the G League teams were owned by the NBA teams. Um, that I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know, brother. What does G League stand for? Gatorade League. <clears throat> da, da, da. Let me see. What team? Give me a team. Give me a team timeline. Give me a team so I know who can own it. Who owns the team? Uh, ownership. Professional Basketball Club LLC. What a terrible name for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Washington have one? Like the Washington Go-Go's? Is it the Go-Go's? That's fucking terrible. Uh, Dakota Wizards, what? Uh, used, oh, that's the Funk teams. Bringing the noise, bringing defunct. Okay, Wikipedia, I'm not going to give you any money. Capital City Go Go, good call, Johnny. Thank you. Yeah, and it is owned by Monumental, so. Yeah. So, like, how do you have two teams in the NBA owned by the same person? Right. Well, that play in the same arena. See if yeah that that would be hell. Well, <laughs> we're the hockey team. I right. Well, we'll see what the Calgary Flames have done because they've got three hockey teams playing in their arena. Oof, that sounds so. aggressive to me. AHL, WHL, NHL. I would love. Let me see the Saddle Dome calendar. Like when do like you? How even have... many people do you have to pay in order to make sure that that works out right? Like you need a team of like schedulologists. Yeah, you need you need the schedule matrix. All right, so here we go. The end of the month. So the Arkells, uh, a band, are playing Friday night. Flames Oilers Saturday night. Hitman Giants Sunday afternoon. Uh, Flames Kraken Tuesday Tuesday night. Rank Wranglers Tulsa Roadrunners Wednesday night. Flames Predators for Thursday night. Wranglers uh, Roadrunners Friday afternoon. Flames Devils Saturday uh, night, Wranglers Barracuda Sunday evening, and then Tuesday, uh, Wranglers Barracuda Tuesday Tuesday night. Then Brian Adams is there on the ninth. Then the Flames and Jets play on Saturday, and then Flames and Kings play on Monday the fourteenth. So two weeks, you have that many hockey games. Wow, you're having a one p.m. Friday fucking game. That's gonna get people out there. And then you got Disney on ice, three shows there, and then the Wranglers, and then the Wranglers, and then, oh, here's a fun one. Friday, uh, November 25th, so after the U.S. Thanksgiving, Calgary Wranglers against Abbotsford Canucks play at 1 p.m., and then the Calgary Hitmen against the Prince Albert Raiders play at 7 p.m. Yeah, I was going to ask you if there were any days that had multiple hockey games on the same day. Uh, The 25th and 27th, same thing, Uh, Wranglers and Canucks. Hitman and Re- uh, Rebels on that Sunday. That Saturday, the Calgary Roughnecks play indoor lacrosse. I forgot about indoor lacrosse. They play the Saskatchewan Rush on their home opener. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I guarantee you there's at least one game in this season where they were like, fuck, we double booked it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like a B 
computer, uh, this computer here, because I just have my uh, my actual prep computer in front of me. Um, events calendar. I want to get to December, because December seems fantastic. All right, perfect. Thank you. Um, no, that's December, or that's that's November. So here is December. Oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. So December. Flames Canadians on the first. Hitman Tigers on the second. Flames Caps on the third. Hitman Warriors on the fourth. Flames Coyotes on the fifth. Break. Flames Wild. Kevin Hart. Wranglers Gulls. Roughnecks Warriors. Wranglers Gulls. Wranglers Moose. Flames Canucks. Wranglers Moose. Flames Blues. Kane Brown. Hitman Oil Kings. Break. Wranglers Rain. Wranglers Rain. And then they have like a weak breath- breathing period before Flames Oilers. Hitman Oil King. Wranglers, Seals, Flames, Canucks. Holy December. Oh, that's because it's Christmas. Of yeah. course there's a break there. Yeah, yeah, it's Christmas. It's a Christmas break. Oh, my God. Let's get into January when it's really thick. That's amazing. So, here, yep. Hitman, Reffles, Wranglers. Well, I mean, you can't say they're not using the arena. No wonder they need a new arena. Fuck. This thing's going to be torn down. Jim Gaffigan's in there for somewhere. Hey, let's go. Okay, we can go. You're buying. Uh... Jesus, dude. Oh, oh, look at this one. Wednesday, February 22nd. Hitman Ice, 11 a.m. Wranglers, Silver Knights, 7 p.m. Stay all day for hockey. Why not? I mean, at least they're smart enough that they left enough room to, you know, clean the entire arena and get people out of there before the next set of people need to come in. Exactly. Fuck. Ha! Oh, Mark with a C. Mark, what do you like? What do you like about the schedule here? Uh, where are we? Saddle Dome, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that double header on the twenty second. That's gonna be a little, uh, a little tough to pull off there. So I'm guessing they don't have to do anything to the ice or boards. No, because that doesn't really leave them enough time for that. Um, Thomas Rat concert on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be gonna be great. It's a lot. It's a lot of. They're getting their money's worth. So far, yeah. they've had a singular concert and/or comedian every month as well. That's true. I'm sure that brings in probably more money than, like, seeing the same team over and again. To go back. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of games. Yeah. I'm glad they have it color coded. Yeah. Right. Like December just looks like hell. They have, uh, you have just see. imagine being on like the stadium, the stadium staff or the oh, if you're concession oper- staff, if you're operations, you are fucking hating life right now. The question I the question is, are beers at the Calgary Flames game the same price as beers at the Wranglers games? I think and so. And the yeah. Hitmen games and at yeah. the comedian because it would, it would, would probably suck to have to change all those signs all the time, even if they are televisions now. Yeah, that's yeah, true. The, but the Kevin Hart show, reality check on the 8th, it's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's what Kevin Hart wants. It's a good show. I like, so, they I, mean, have, I like how they have the reality check right between the Flames Wild and the Wranglers Gulls. Yeah. And then the Roughneck Warrior right after that. <laughs> good God. Sounds like I have a cricket down here. Oh, no. That's a shame. Wouldn't ask be the first. So we'll ask it. Ask if you can get some cell phone coverage. Um. <laughs> hey, Patrick. Uh, Patrick. Philip Kessel, Iron Man. Everybody. Iron Congratulations. Nine hundred ninety consecutive games for him, and got his four hundredth goal. 
and look fast doing it. Holy shit. He found an extra gear on his uh, <laughs> 400 gold. The ice must be downhill there. Right? Um, there's, there's a lot of great stories coming out about how Phil Kessel just doesn't look like a guy who should be for longevity. And one of them was uh, during the, because uh, he was playing for the national development team um, in junior. And someone, like someone during the development team is just like, hey, man, are you actually going to, you actually going to work out? Because uh, Phil was sitting there reading a magazine while everybody else worked out. So he goes on the leg, the leg press, crushes everybody in the leg press, and then goes back to reading a magazine. <laughs> Fucking eight, 17-year-old Phil Castle just pimping one in a big way. <laughs> God bless. The more you hear about Phil Castle, the more the legend grows. And he didn't need a power outage to uh, fucking uh, help him along. That's true. Looking at you, Cal. Uh, Carey Price says he has no plan to retire just yet. He just has no plan. Um, he said one of the key reasons why he had to step away is that he was, was not enjoying things anymore. He wasn't enjoying time with his family. Uh, he would go reserved to drinking. And just, you know, even going out and doing stuff in the offseason, he wasn't having fun with it. So he had to recenter himself, but he has no plans to retire just yet. So we'll see how this goes for Mr. Price and his future. Uh, Tyler Sagan said he contemplating retiring in the middle of uh, 2021 before the 2021-2022 season or in the middle of the no before the 21 season, because that started in January. He said in January 21, he thought about retiring. He said this year could be his last year. He doesn't know. That's kind of wild, considering we've we've again one of the, another player we've seen his whole career through, uh-huh. start to finish. Uh, Vancouver fans are already throwing their uh, stuff on the ice. It's always I nice. The that. apparel, yeah. just getting thrown everywhere. <laughs> what do you What do you guys think? Is that is that, is that a, why throw shit on the ice? I mean, obviously Toronto fans made it vogue by in vogue by throwing waffles on the ice and then jerseys, and now everyone else has to do it. Um, would you throw your jersey on the ice if you're that upset? I don't no. know. It's a very <laughs> long toss from the upper deck. That's true. That's true. Very true. One. Uh, Two, I probably you, have to get it over a net. Yeah. yeah. You know how the etiquette is that if somebody throws a hat for a hat trick that you're supposed to like keep throwing it towards the ice? If you got hit with a jersey, would, wouldn't you just keep it? Uh, yeah, check the size first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> then throw it. If I don't get a- why you throw a jersey, but I, was it JT Miller... Maybe that was like, well, it's their own shit. If they want to throw it on the ice, it's theirs. Man, it's like I was in Deadpool. Like, I don't know. Do you want to throw your shit? Throw your shit. Sounds kind of weird that they went for him for his uh, for his opinion. But hey, movie stars are movie stars, right? Yep. In any case, uh, the Seattle Kraken apparently are getting original music. That's right. Okay. From where? Uh, from Hans Zimmer. Okay. During the pregame, Jerry Bruckheimer was watching, and of course he owns the team. He's like, this is, during the player entrances, he said it's missing something. So Jerry Bruckheimer, the rich fuck that he is, dialed up Hans Zimmer and said, Hans, baby, buddy, pal, need a little something for you. So the Seattle Kraken will have their own original score for their player entrances coming soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's so totally unnecessary. It's, it's completely necessary, Mark. Come on. Will we will be we be able to buy it on iTunes? Uh oh, that'd be nice if you could. But how the, epic? Here's how epic is that I mean, going to have to be? Be epic. Yeah, it's going to be like Indiana Jones and Star Wars. 
like combined epic. Well, those are both John Williams. You can't, can, you can't, you know. I mean, you never know. You just make it sound. Hans, Zim- like Hans Zimmer, I believe, was the guy who wrote Top the, Gun and the intro to the Lion King. Yeah, I believe. Sure. Yep, he was the li- he was the Lion King. He was Top Gun. He was Gladiator. Oh my God. Top Gun has a great soundtrack for the Top 80s. Gun Maverick as well. Oh yeah, there you go. Obviously, you got to bring back the same guy, the Dark Knight. There you go. Got some decent music in there. I guess. Madagascar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great, Perfect. great uh, score there. Sure. The Rock. <clears throat> If you smell, he did that one. That's amazing. No, the, the, the rock. <laughs> Rain Man, beautiful score. Obviously, yeah, yeah. especially when he's in the casino. Yeah, score all the hits. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty decent there from Hans Zimmer. So, Brandon Tanev is going to have that kind of score behind him. Chris Drieger have that kind of score behind him as he goes on the ice. Of course, when you think about, I mean, you think about the Tom Cruise, yeah. you think about Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. the yeah. Boss Baby, Chris Drager. He did. Bo- Wait, Hans Zimmer did Boss Baby too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Just Boss Baby. Just, one, ball, not just boss the original. Baby two. Okay, that's the sequel. Okay. Yeah. Who did the sequel? I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh, but it wasn't Zan him. Zimmer. <laughs> Zimmer. Let's see who who Dan- did the Danny music Elfin. for the Boss Baby too. Probably fucking Danny Elfin. <laughs> the Boss Baby franchise. Hold on. Oh, there's a third one upcoming. Ooh. Oh, get out of town, dude! Boss baby back in business. Yeah, we did. The, it was <clears throat> the composers. The theme. What? The theme music was by J Radical. <laughs> what? How can we? What? This is ridiculous. This is how, do, how do you move on from Han Zimmer to J-Radical. something called J Radical <laughs> and Cool Kojak? Because they realized that Boss Baby 1 didn't bring in enough money to get Hans Zimmer back on retainer. <laughs> that's probably what it was, yeah. Oh, man. Wow, that's fantastic. Anyway. Well, good on Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I mean, good on Jerry Bruckheimer. Glad he's still getting work. Rich, rich goddamn friends. Might as well. He's probably just... Oh, wait a minute. Boss Baby Back in Business is a show, not a movie. Oh, uh, not okay. a movie. That's why <laughs> Family yeah. Business was the film uh-huh. that makes more sense. Does it? Music by okay, okay. Hans Zimmer's still there, guys. Oh, no, no need to freak out. Thank okay. God that well, that's good. Then Boss <laughs> Baby. All right. He's like the Boss Baby franchise composer. Yeah. Exactly. When you think Top gu- Top Gun, uh, Boss Baby. Obviously, the two are in the same universe. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they gave an appearance of the uh, the Mullet Arena Visiting Arena uh, temporary annex uh-huh. because the new annex is not uh, not happening or the new annex is not built yet. So see if I can share this. Um, and you see you see the video there. This is the annex that is going. This will be the visiting locker room, training room. And change room for the visiting teams for the first four games uh, for the Coyotes at Malay Arena. Um, it, it looks like another rink. Yeah, essentially it's the practice rink, but they don't have the actual annex with the visitors arena up yet, so they have to use this thing that I used like when I was in Dogren Hall many years ago. Um, 
I think right. it's just loops. I mean, that so. should be very secure. Yeah, I think you're fine. Everything's fine. And then look oh. at these guys. These guys are doing great. Don't know who they are. She is much more better dressed than the other dude. But anyway. I mean, come on, dude. Have some decorum. I know you're on a podcast, but fuck. Figure it out. Anyway. How do I reduce this? How do I reduce, reuse, recycle? There we go. All right, perfect. So, yep, four spaces. Uh, far as temporary locker room, uh, NHL legal operations have been involved. Throughout the entire process, we have had constant communication with the Players Association, not only about these four games and the temporary locker room and facilities that we would have to build out, but the entire annex from day one. There has been communications about this the entire time. That's from Xavier Gutierrez about the temporary locker rooms at Mullet Arena. Mm. Um, so, you know, more fuel for the fire for Phoenix people who uh, want to say, move them to Houston. So That's fine. Which is us. So, move them to Houston. In any case, uh, yeah, that's it. How have you guys, uh, you guys liked the first bit of the uh, hockey season so far? Have you liked it? You loved it? Want some more of it? Mark, uh, watched a lot of hockey. Yeah, not 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 a lot. Um, not even a lot of the Caps games, unfortunately. So, yep, not not a lot of hockey watching over here. It's uh, not good for a hockey podcast, I'll tell you that much. But no. but you know, I, mean, I, I have uh, I have been following where I can. That's why this little guy comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. Watching highlights. I think we talked about the fact that highlights are are almost too easy to come by these days. So I I do see the highlights. Yeah. If nothing else, I I don't have to wait for Sports Center to get to 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 do their five minutes on hockey every day. That's true. Yeah. Normally, just watch NHL Network. Like even when the games are on ESPN, I watch the NHL Network and they just cut in live, like for goals and stuff. And it's just people sitting there talking with Kevin Weeks. Min. All you need. That's all you need is just the goals. You just read a red zone situation. It's just called just goals. And then I don't have to listen to John Butchergrass. Right. Christ, that'd be even better. Anyway, Johnny, anything you've seen about the hockey season you've enjoyed so far? Um, enjoyed. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm 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 happy for Phil Kessel. Right. I'm glad that I'm glad that he uh, has gotten through all that. I want him to get to a thousand games. Be the first person to break that that four digit game mark um especially in a i mean in a row mm-hmm. you know people have broken it before um i'm glad that ov scoring goals and people are still leaving them open in the uh, circles right. during uh during power plays uh that must be league mandated at this point <laughs> i feel um the league's like okay guys we God, need to we need you to let ov score some goals if you would so on power plays, you can't man mark Ovi anymore. How about that, guys? The left face off, left face off circles lava. You can't go in there. <laughs> um, I like Charlie Lindgren a lot. I do too. He's a much better goalie than I uh, gave him credit for. I never really watched him play very much, but uh, and he's got a fantastic mustache too. Great mustache on the guy. Um. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like the beginning, I feel like we're back to normal. 
Mm-hmm. I guess is the way to say that, which means that, you know, by January, all hell's broken loose and, you know, they're going to cancel the season again because of some random ass pandemic. But right now, I feel like the NHL has finally gotten back to normal. Like they started the season at the right time. They're playing hockey games on a normal cadence, you know, like people can go to Canada. People can go to Canada. Right. Um, I think it I, I I just feel like it's back to normal now, I guess, is is the biggest take that I've taken away out of the beginning of the season. I mean, Toronto's already up in arms. I mean, you look, I, uh, look, if you oh, one thing, y'all, all you need to know about this whole situation is Kevin Hart's going to be in Calgary in December. OK, yeah. COVID's done. Yeah, COVID's done. Exactly. Everything. I think that is the final the biggest takeaway nail in the coffin here. We got 85 events in 10 days for the Calgary Saddle Dome. Yeah. That's all you need no, to know. The, no social distancing, even on the calendar. Nope. <laughs> I mean, they've got two games in one day. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Like on fucking <laughs> Wednesday afternoon, you're going to go see an AHL game? That'd be amazing. <laughs> At 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a game today. It, in the ECHL, it was 11 a.m. It was uh, Cincinnati against Kalamazoo. And it uh, was the first time that two blackhead coaches faced off against each other. Oh, nice. So that's pretty dope. Got to like that. Um, uh, it, it's uh, Joel, Joel Martin for Kalamazoo and Jason Payne for Cincinnati. So big shout out to those guys for uh, getting that done. Um, it was uh, Students' Education Day. So all the kids were there watching hockey games instead of being in school. What, where the fuck were those education days when I was growing up? I mean, nice. didn't have this. Been nice. Fucking skipjacks or bandits playing in the afternoon? Nah, fucking that. That's why they fit. That's why they failed. Our parents took us to school so that they could go to school. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah. <sighs> Anywho, I think this guy's getting closer. Hmm. The cricket. The cricket. Oh. He wants this to be part of the show. Hey, why not? Give him a mic. You got, a, you got enough of them. It's true. Just lay it on the floor. <laughs> uh, still haven't watched any of the new Mighty Ducks season. So, uh, is it well? Make sure you get some Bombay gin and Gordon's right. gin mm-hmm. to make a, a good Gordon Bombay gin and tonic. Perfect. Yep. I'm a big gin and tonic guy, but not, you're not a big gin and tonic guy. Uh, yeah. eh? Especially with Gordon Bombay not there anymore. Got replaced by Josh Duhamel. So sad. Makes me sad. Gordon Bombay is not gonna fuck anybody's mom this year. <laughs> I mean, he might still. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know, that, that was unfair of me to assume that he wouldn't. <laughs> right. So. Obviously. Hmm. <laughs> Ah, Lawrence is going to come on here in a bit. It's going to be a great time for everybody. Talk some stuff. Tell them about what we're doing a Monday show. Be a good time. Tell them we're doing a Monday show. Tell them we're doing a Monday show. Be done with it. And then away we go. I'm trying to find all our... A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. It's true. And it's Halloween, so you can avoid uh, you can avoid kids giving out, giving out candy, Johnny. So It's true. You're welcome there. Thanks. I won't. Uh, You're in Sacktown, aren't you? I am. I am out of town. But 
Well, no, it's backwards. So uh, chances are I will not even be back at the hotel when you guys do that. So I'll probably <laughs> still be at work. Uh, yeah, technically it'd be four o'clock when we start the show here. Yes. Yes. So yes. So no, yes. Uh, no mark with a C next week. So enjoy him while you can here, folks. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. Enjoy him while you can now. You don't have the money by six o'clock. Don't want to sleep with the fishes. Mark, are you ready for uh, reverse retro night tonight? Oh, that's true too. You ready for? Oh, it's tonight. But, but yeah. Who's caps tonight? No, we're talking about our yeah. our big uh, our big. Oh, our reverse. I thought it was. I thought the games were starting with the reverse. Uh, tonight. November fifth, I think. Got it. So next week. What are the caps starting there? Uh, the caps. Yeah, November fifth. November fifth, November twenty fifth. December 9th, December 23rd, December 31st, January 3rd, January 14th. So. I know we have this conversation like often. Yeah. How long does it actually take to break in gear now? Uh, depends on the gear. Gloves and stuff. Like that's why they're practicing now with all the gloves and helmet and stuff. Because once it was announced, like you saw like that first practice, the caps were using the darker helmets, the dark or the black helmets, the black gloves, the black pants. Just to get a better feel for it, um, like the so- like socks or uh, skates and stuff, much harder to break in. Gloves a little bit easier. Um, other equipment not so much. Like goalie like equipment, you don't really have to break in at all, right? Like that just kind of is like here are yeah. a new set of pads that are exactly the same as the pads you're wearing. They're just a different color. Uh, not not necessarily. I mean, the leg pads are probably harder to break in. Like in terms of stiffness and getting it to the right feel and the right bounce, so you're not giving up rebounds and stuff. I think glove and blocker, you have to. The blocker is probably the easiest, just because you hold your stick. But the glove, you got to. You just block it. Exactly. The glove, you have to actually make sure it's in catch. It's got the the right break that you want it to have. Like it's like trying to break in a baseball mitt kind of thing. Do you so. uh, just put a bunch of baby baby oil on it and then put two softballs in there and rubber bands? Yeah, that's that, about. That's what breaks it in. I would think so. Yeah. That's how I broke in my first baseman. Nice. In 1992. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Good time. But, yeah, I think I think uh, that's why they're kind of breaking in all the equipment now. So when the guys play, it's not like stiff as shit uh, gloves or anything like that. I mean, I feel like you, I feel like we should be at a point where, like, gloves and such don't really need a break-in period. Yeah, not necessarily. Well, the the training staff, I think, does a lot of the um, upfront work, right? When they, they they probably unpack the stuff and they know how the players like to, you know, if if they like it, <clears throat> like Johnny was saying, like oiled down and you tie a softball in there for a few days. Pretty sure they do all that stuff ahead of time before they get them out on the ice with it, and that yeah, the players weird. don't really have to worry about it unless they want to, unless they right. want to do it themselves. Right. Exactly. I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, you you hear tales of guys who are psychotic with their gear and guys who just don't give a shit either. So I think you got to figure more of the skill guys will be psychotic with their gear, like a Zegris or a or a Milano or. I mean, you see Ovechkin doing that stuff to his gear. Yeah, all the time. He's a big gear guy, but like someone like Tom Wilson just needs to like maybe curve his stick a little bit, and then that's it. Everything else is just like, eh, it's whatever. So. 
You brought up a good quite a good point about that TJ Oshi weird ass stick that had the holes in it. That diamond, the diamond air blade. That's fucking weird as shit. That shit was wild. Wow, would wow. you be able to play hockey with the holes in your the blades of your stick to reduce down? Wasn't uh, there a Kuznet? Wasn't that Kuznetsov? Was it Kuznetsov? Was Kuznetsov. I don't know. Kuznetsov had the the Reebok blade that had the hole in it, oh, but TJ Oshi had one did today that was like oh, it looked like a it looked like a, a diamond pattern. It looked like, like a floor hockey through stick through the middle of it. <laughs> like a, it looked like a floorball stick. Because it had like all the yeah the, all the holes in it. Look like a tennis racket, but oh nice. Wow. All I know is that I had enough trouble trying to play decent hockey with a normal stick. Christ, I'd be a blow my mind to be blown trying to, you know, play hockey with a stick with holes in. My, by the, my by the way, those stick floor had hockey holes in it anyway. <laughs> by the way, those floor hockey sticks are terrible. They're terrible. Right. They're absolutely. Oh, but you can get a good whip on those things. You can when you like would step on them and bend the curtain and bend it. So yeah, here, here's the blade. Okay, diamond air blade. Diamond oh, air. okay. Cut I mean, okay. So so look, I guess that's just you know if you don't want to use tape on your stick, because mm-hmm. otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, maybe that's what the whole thing is. Yeah, they you know if they become if they become popular, well, there goes the end of hockey tape. Right. But how are you going to keep your socks up? Well, that's a different type suspenders. of tape. Oh. Yeah, you use suspenders and then you use the clear tape. for. Except there are those holes? Yeah, they're holes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are those. But are what's, what am I looking at? Oh, I'm looking at a standard blade on the, yeah. on on the, the right on there. The right. Got it. Lo- yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I can't, I'm sorry, but I cannot stand for the, lo- the loss of pop uh, at all. Well, I mean, it's been going that way since the 90s. Yeah, every, I guess everything's we lost Michael Jackson. Everything's blended <laughs> together, country music, <laughs> and the rock music, and all of this stuff. So, so yeah, there you go. Look at the little blade. He's got the holes in it. Kids are whipping it. Little silhouettes, kind of weird. So now, go. how much would they break? You know, I mean, we, right? we we are all the complaints about the composite sticks breaking, like they do. I mean, well, this look, one says it's a longer blade drive because it's. Unparalleled shooting accuracy, including one timers, no tape, no loss of energy from blade to puck. I did, uh, I did see that that it had a longer blade life, but it still breaks in the middle, just like all the rest of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, longer blade life by by that much. <laughs> so there you go. There's your diamond air, diamond air stuff. Diamond air. Diamond air with an e. Diamond airy. That's like one step above Perry air from uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> there you go. Ah, all right, Lyle. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think about? What's your biggest overreaction uh, that you've seen about the early season? <laughs> oh uh, my lord, where do we begin? There's plenty. <laughs> um, but find, you know, find, find yours. Ah, uh, I, I, I would. Well, I, I would say maybe the, the. Buffalo Sabers, maybe I can under I can understand the excitement about about them, but we're only six games into this yet. I want to see I, I want to see some more games under their belt before I start to actually buy in that this isn't going to be like every other season. Well, that's just it, right? Like they do this every year. Oh my God, they get off to the faster. I will say this for 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 Sabers fans, they're not the ones over overreacting towards no. their success. It's everybody else. 
Oh, my God. The Sabres are actually going to be for real this year. Well, Sabres fans are going, ah, rain that in there, Haas. We've, we've been here before many, many times. They're happy. That's right. They're happy. I mean, they're an exciting team to watch right now. Young team. They're a very oh. fun team to watch. They are. They are. Um, other overreactions? Well, I mean, I think the whole Pittsburgh Penguins winning, like, th- three of their first four games by six goals each. You know, that was just like the Penguins are back. The high scoring Penguins are back. And then they did that road trip to Canada. And oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Abort. Abort. Yeah. No, they're not. Um, Yeah. Uh, Getting beat by Montreal. Mm. Kind of expose a little. How about Cole Caulfield there? Oh, my God. I love that kid. Please, Montreal, don't screw this up. Anyway, uh, oh my God! Please, they almost did last year. Love. Don't don't tra- well. They yeah, tried to but last year. Then they year. did. Yeah, but then they they brought in finally smart people in the front office instead of mad scientists willing to try anything. And yeah, he's he's better off because of it. But I, I would say yeah, the, the reaction to the and the reaction to the Maple Leafs start to this season. I mean, that one is at least, man, they're willing to throw themselves off a cliff already. It's like you realize we're only six games into this, right? That's, that's my most fun uh, overreaction so far was that they had a players only meeting uh, on game two. <laughs> oh, yeah, in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Vancouver. Yeah. That was oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, it wouldn't have surprised me, though. But I mean, very close. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, did the, did the Leafs have some issues to start off? Yeah, I think they're very apparent. Um, but are they any different than the last three years? Yeah, exactly, no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're they've they've got enough talent to win games and make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have enough talent to win games and make the playoffs. That's as far as I'm willing to go with them. Right? Yeah, I would say the playoffs are assured. You know, but yeah, but my God. Yeah, I mean, just but but again, that's Toronto. I mean, it's just gotten worse and worse with each passing year. As the longer that cup drought goes, the longer that lack of playoff wins goes, the more that they overreact. You know, I mean, with you know, where Sheldon Keefe had to kind of be proactive upon himself. First, he go goes public and rips into his best players, saying his elite players didn't play well enough, and he wasn't wrong. And then turns around the very next day and feels that he has to walk those back because he doesn't want those comments to, you know, blow up in the media and, and become all consuming. It's like, well, all you're doing is making it worse. You know, now it's he's like modeling his players. Yes. It's well, it's like, OK, it's like, OK, there's a state. There's a stain on the shirt. Well, maybe. If I, you know, OK, well, I'll call attention to it so everybody will will see it. Well, great, you just made it worse. We wouldn't have noticed the stain, and Lily would pointed it out for fuck's sakes. Yeah, and why don't you just pour some gasoline on it? Yes, as well. yeah. You started a lovely little, a lovely look. You 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 flicked on the fire with your little bit. Yeah, now let's pour some gasoline on it. Not to one up you, Lyle, but a slightly better analogy is when you've got like a very tiny zit on your face that oh, nobody can even really notice. Yeah. But then you pick at it for twenty minutes, and, and then, then it turns bright red. Yes, and then, and then everybody can see it. Yeah, 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 and it's and it's on the end of your nose. Yes, yes, where everybody will definitely see it. Yes, just making sure. <laughs> we're all too old for acne. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're never about that one there, Cam. Um, but I, yeah, I, I would say that I can, you know, 
I mean, every every season we see teams that are like, you know, uh, like teams that are picked to be cup contenders, you get that will turn around, have a slow start. Teams that are expected to be bottom feeders start out better than expected. And then once we get to midseason, things will start to shake themselves out. A couple of those cup contenders will actually be struggling. And a couple of those, uh, you know, bottom feeding teams that we expected to be bottom feeders that will actually be better than we thought. But, you know, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's just the time of year. We're not even out of October yet. We're what, three weeks into the season already. Yeah, it's but like, Lyle, we've yeah. got a month until U S Thanksgiving and oh my God. And everybody knows know, if you're if not you're in, in the a playoff spot by oh, then. Yeah. Beta complete. We well, are exactly. done. Why, why even the fucking season? Why even try? Why do I try? Why it's try? Set That's the moral of the story. The the Elliot Friedman rule. Yep. Don't try if nope, you're exactly. out by Thanksgiving. It, yep. No, no, but you're only five points out. Don't matter. Nope. Don't try. You're done. You're gonna get done. It. Done. You're fire fifty. It's over. Yep. That's it. It's yep. over. It's over. Just, just just sellers at that point. Don't bother. Yep. Don't guys. Don't don't bother risking injuries. Just play out the string till yep. April. Yep. Yeah, it'll be a long five months, but you can do it. They should just make like January first the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah they should. Yeah. Well, yeah, they I agree should. with you, Johnny. They should. They should. I mean, come on, Elliot Freeman said it. You know, hey. By then, all the teams know they're already out of the playoffs. They should be able to trade away their assets. Exactly. The Why? new teams have good players now. They can gel before the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I it, like where you're going it with that. Sense. Just exactly. makes sense. It just makes sense. Guys. It just you do it on the you do Based it on hockey, January first, and you you get all the hype and everything for January first. Some oh, people yeah. might be still drunk from New Year's Eve, yeah. and then boom, night version of the Winter Classic. Yes, Ooh. yes, Winter even night. better. You you do trade deadline day. Yes, on New Year's Day, and then yeah, right into your Winter Classic. And yep. and there you go. That's a perfect way to recuperate from your New Year's Eve hang from your New Year's Eve bacchanal. As people yes. are just laid on the couch yep. all day long. Just yep, vegging, exactly. you know, nursing their hangovers. Yeah. But that? yeah. No, but I mean now to to be fair <laughs> to Elliot Friedman. I mean, he he did cite statistics which showed that yes more oh, yeah. often than not oh, if teams stats. if yeah yeah no actually these were just genuine stats that yeah te- teams that were weren't in the playoff position by thanksgiving more often than not were, were, would would miss the playoffs yes that that by like a 60 40 yeah i'm just kidding exactly. <laughs> i'm not sure it was 64 but i remember him saying this a few years ago and he and he not only said it on his uh on his uh, uh podcast but he also put it in a 32 thoughts column that yes this this percentage of teams you know so many percent of the time if you're not in the playoffs by the american thanksgiving you stand like this much percent of a chance of missing it or something like that so he did have the stats kind of on his side but it's just like you know it still seems kind of ridiculous to sit down and say what a team is what four or five points out at that mm-hmm. stage, and they they should they sh- they shouldn't even buy, what they're they're done for. That's it. They're toast. I mean, yep, it's over. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would rather. Of see, stats are just made up anyway. What are the stats if you're out <laughs> of the playoffs? What are the stats if you're out of the playoffs by New Year's Day? Ooh. Now that to me would be a much better, <laughs> I think, way to kind of balance it out, right? See, 
that, I that think brings it more into focus. I think we, sh- we should look at who has a playoff spot by the, about mid March. Personally, <laughs> I think that is the real. That's no. the real. That's the real you know, test. That's the, test, that's the, real the test, true I test. Right there. I mean, test. you still can't even make that at 100 percent because the Caps in uh, what was it? 08, 09, won on the last day of the season to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Jeez, look at the St. Louis Blues. New Year's Day, they were near the bottom of the Western Conference mm-hmm. back in 2018, 2018-19. They were at the bottom on New Year's Day 2019. And they came roaring back. They brought, that was like about a week later, they brought in Jordan Bennington, and boom, they mm-hmm. took off. And you they think they wrote, made a trade for him at the deadline. And they wrote that puppy, although they already had him. Oh, <laughs> they already had him by then. He was in their system. They recalled him because at the time, Jake Allen, bless him, but Jake Allen was struggling. So they uh, they brought up they brought up Bennington, and uh, they rode they rode him all the way to the Stanley Cup, baby. So it just goes to show, you know, you're not necessarily out of it. You know, are there teams that are like genuinely bad, god awful teams that yes, if they're in last place, they're gonna they're, by New Year's Day, they're they're not gonna be there. Of course, looking at you, Arizona Coyotes. Sorry, looking at you, but Montreal uh, Canadiens, looking at you too. They have a You're temporary. Not- they have temporary locker rooms. Lyle. you can't beat them while they're down. Oh no, no, no. I'm listen. I'm even picking on my own team too. You know, like I said, the Canadians are going to lose more games than they win. They're just going to be more entertaining this year. They're going to get better, but they're not making the playoffs this year. Of course not. Yeah. Um, I'm just kicking back and enjoying the fun of it. That's the one good thing I will say. When you know your team has no chance of making the playoffs, you know, because they're rebuilding, you just kick back and you just enjoy watching the kids play. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least they can rebuild. As yes. well, and just not like go into denial. Oh, oh, that's the worst, man. Yeah, that's yeah. That was the worst part about last season for me. The first half of that season, you know, I mean, I knew they were bad. I knew changes were coming. They needed to come, but it was still sort of like still desperately hoping, as you do as a fan, right? You so yeah. desperately hoping. Well, you know, well, yeah, okay, October really sucked, but they can turn it around, they can turn it around, and then they didn't turn it around, and nobody's like, okay, but there's still enough time, still enough time. And finally, when <laughs> the season's finally, still airborne, it's still good, it's still good. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's that whole Simpsons thing with the, with the pit flying pig, exactly. <laughs> it's just a little tanking, it's still good, it's still good. <laughs> exactly, it's still good. Yeah, well, it's like, okay, okay, they, they fire Bergevin, it, it, it's okay, they're going to turn around, it's still good, it's still good, and it's just like, oh, no, they're not no they're not no they're not when when you finally hit what is it 832 and five that's when you finally go yeah, yeah they're not pulling out of this they're not pulling out of this no, guys. no <laughs> it's way. like you know what i might be wrong about this <laughs> yes yeah yeah the first couple of months of last season i i, I was living in denial but yeah you know it's not just wow. the river, river in egypt my friends no this year it's just like god the kids are fun to watch no stress. Hey, they won tonight. That's great. Hey, like watching the Orioles, <laughs> right? Essentially, <laughs> uh, but they're supposed to get better someday, aren't they? So you know the weird super <laughs> five hundred. Actually, so we've work, been saying yes. that for the better part of eighteen years at this yeah. point. One. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Two, they did okay. make the playoffs back there in like twenty twelve when it right. was the buck the buck season or whatever. Yeah. There was some. Um, I think I saw that the Orioles had four less wins this season than the Phillies. Yes, they did. And wow. the Phillies are going, Phillies to, the are going to the World, World Series. Series. Yeah. yeah, I mean it proves it proves once again that if you get hot at the right time, yeah. but also it also proves they should play in the NL East. 
Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. Apparently, move the Nationals over. Oh, hey, listen. I mean, I could listen. I I, I could sit down and I can kind of I can kind of chalk trash a little bit because hey, you know, my Blue Jays didn't make the playoffs for twenty two years until twenty fifteen rolled around. So I I feel your pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. Orioles fans, I know your pain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the only the only solace is that both the Blue Jays and Orioles won the same amount of playoff games this year. So I think. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. I, yes. I take. No, hey, yeah, that is absolutely fair. You know, and then Seattle just doesn't do anything afterwards. I know. Right. It's like, oh, Seattle. Like I was actually happy for, for the Mariners. They, they I mean, there's another team that waited so long right. and then they, they get in and and then they upset the Blue Jays. And I was just like, yeah, I, I was I was pissed off at the Blue Jays. I wasn't sad or sad about the Blue Jays. I was pissed off at them because especially blowing that second game the way they did. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. God damn it. You were up eight to one for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's nine to five. Like, OK, nine to five. We, we It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nine to five. It's still good. Oh, <laughs> we can pull this out. OK, a little skit there, but we're all right. No, no, we're not. All right. Not at all. Nothing is OK. Uh, and then they turn around and just totally crap the bed, the Mariners afterwards. But it's like, yeah. well, hey, at least. At least you won the wild card. Hooray! <laughs> Look, we can all agree at least the Yankees are out. That's all yes, that fucking matters. Yes, we can all agree. I don't know what was going to be more insufferable, guys. Yank- that series, Yankees and Astros, I just didn't care. I couldn't give a goddamn about the I AL. I couldn't care about either one. I used to like the Astros. I has still have not forgiven them for the cheating skin. Oh, get over it. Fuck you. No, no. It's going to take a long time. How long ago was that at this point? Because it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But 2018, 19? Yeah. Yeah. That was about like four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, no, sorry. That still pissed me off. No, no. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take them going through all the players that they had who were ever involved in that team and that Cheney scandal to believe the team. Then you bring in new players and then I will forgive you as long as you don't have the same manager or anything like that as well. Yeah. As for the so, Yankees, the Yankees are the Yankees. I just didn't care. Yeah. So it was it was 2017 that it happened. I thought that happened. Mm. And then it was confirmed on January 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> wow. three years before they confirmed it. Yeah. And, and they're trying Did to they when, find when, the trash cans. No, oh. no, unfortunately, they they're trying to make people the the Astros sympathetic because Dusty Baker's now the manager. Uh, no, 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 uh-uh. didn't Dusty wasn't Dusty Baker? No, he was not. Dusty I was thinking Baker was was, Dice, was Dusty Baker the uh, Nationals manager when yes. they won? Mm. Uh, no, he yeah, was he he was a Nationals manager, but Correct. I don't think yeah. he was when they won. Dusty no. Baker's been around a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's holy Jesus. Yeah. He's a great baseball manager. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. I, I have no, I, He's the only one that I would be happy for if the Astros win the World Series this year. I'd be happy for Dusty Baker. But the rest of them? Nah, nope. Nope. So I guess what I'm saying is go Phillies. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm go a, Phillies. I'm, I'm team. No, I was cheering for the Padres, though. Yeah. I, I was cheering for the Padres, man. It's too nice out there. Screw them. <laughs> that is true. It's... California's had a hey. The Dodgers won last year. That's enough. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. Don't have. Yeah. Johnny's right. There's too much good weather out there anyway. <laughs> As the um, burns come, on. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. Uh. Anyway. 
so Lyle, there's no panic moves in Vancouver, but who uh, is Barry, is Barry Trotz going to replace Bruce Boudreaux after he gets fired here in a couple of days? Honest, oh man, <laughs> yeah. Well, take your pick. There's a lot of coaches to choose from. Mm-hmm. A lot of former coaches out there. Um, oh, Barry Trotz. It's not like it hasn't happened before. Well, yeah, yeah, but Barry Trotz is saying, I'm not ready to return to the coaching ranks yet. But if I do, I'm intrigued by an original six team, to which I reply, why? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, um, I guess. Sure, fine. Go for it. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. he's already done the whole expansion thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he's not going to be. He's not going to want to waste his time in Detroit or Montreal. We can cross those. This is like <laughs> oh, guess God, who, right? No, he's technically actually going backwards in time. He's like the yeah. uh, what is it? The the butterfly, the Benjamin Button of yeah. the NHL. He started yeah. with an expansion team, then he went to the Caps, then he went to the Islanders, and now yeah. he's going to find an original six team, now an older, much older six team. And you're yeah. right. He's he's not going to. Yeah, and you're right. He's not going to want to go to Detroit or or Montreal. We can add Chicago in there. Forgot to add them in yeah. there. He's not yeah. going. Actually, uh, I think there's a better chance that he would go to Detroit than he would go to uh, to Chicago right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Detroit Detroit's is actually hit, really yeah. good right now. I like yeah. that watching. They are another team. Well. Yeah, we're all kind of waiting on them, boy. Well, really, yeah. Let's be honest. Chicago's kind of outplaying their coverage early in the beginning too. Oh well, I mean, yeah, that, well, that's another one where I would say I don't really think that one has really hit overreaction stage mm-hmm. in Chicago. It, it's like Black Blackhawk fans have been pretty sensible about this. They've been they've been like, hey, you know, the attitude is like. Man, these guys ain't so fucking bad, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're still not going all the way, baby. No, no. <laughs> they're not going full Washington football fans yet. No, 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 no. No. You, no. you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand. But if whenever the the commanders will call them now, so that. <laughs> We it's don't like, get canceled. Oh, wouldn't I, Mark? When wouldn't they go, I? yeah, when they go 2-0 or 3-0, yeah. every year local media just goes nuts. They're they're going to win the they, division. They're going to the Super Bowl, and then they, they lose their next eight in the games. Preseason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> preseason champs, eight years running. Yeah. But, uh, but Vancouver, yeah. Uh, boy, oh, boy. That, that's one place that I don't think is an overreaction at all. Oh, wow. I, I, it's like the wheels have come off of that really fast. And... I mean, okay, yes, there's, yes, there are the injuries, of course. I mean, I think maybe there's a couple of those games, the outcomes would have been different if they had a fully healthy lineup. Uh, but it didn't help that they, they didn't improve their defense in the offseason. Not really. I mean, they got Travis Dermott, but Travis Dermott couldn't, you know, earn himself a full-time spot on the Leafs, t- on the Leafs top four, mm. for God's sake, which is why he wound up moving on. Tyler Myers, uh, you know. Uh, I think Oliver Tyler Eckern Myers went down flight of his career. Luke Shen, they're all on the downside of their career, and yet they're all being looked upon to play top four roles. You know, I mean, the only good defenseman that they have in the prime is Quinn Hughes. And has, it, he's now hurt. And he's now hurt. So, yeah, exactly. And um, I believe it was Patrick Johnston in the, the Vancouver province made the, made the point that he said, yeah, last year Thatcher Demko, uh, their goaltender, was playing really well, and that covered up a lot of their defensive mistakes. But this year... He's not off to as good a start as they'd hoped. So those those mistakes are now ending up in the back of the net a lot more. And and the thing is, they, they take leads and they can't hold them. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's just like they get the third period and they totally crap the bed. It's yeah, you know, I've I've never seen anything like that before. <laughs> you know, not, like, not like they can rely on their their uh, their backup goalie. <laughs> Spencer Martin. 
I don't think he's going to be the guy who's just like, yeah, no, this is the guy who's going to take us to the promise. Well, he actually played some decent games for them last year. Oh, yeah, no, he played well. But it, I don't that, think he's going to be yeah. the guy who's the surprise. Like, he's not going to be your your Jordan Bennington who comes up from nowhere. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. He's he's, <laughs> he's still strictly strictly relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, But there, there's there's just some real dysfunction. And I thought it was quite telling when, uh, when Jim Rutherford uh, – was doing the uh, the hockey night in Canada after hours interview, and he he basically he basically laid it all at the feet of Bruce Boudreaux by, by saying, you know, we we had a lousy camp, we didn't play well in the preseason, you know, the players picked up bad habits, and whose fault is that? You know, who does that get? You know, that's that's the coach, mm-hmm. and you know that the players is like, oh yeah, they still like playing for Bruce Boudreaux, and of course he's a players coach. Um, but they're, they're definitely missing the fire that they had when, when he took over as coach midway through last season. I Mm. mean, they, they, they won 35 of their last 56 games last season and they just missed the playoffs. You know, I mean, they were in it right up until the last week of the regular season and they were really hoping to build on that. So when you hear players had, you know, lousy training camp, bad habits picked up by the players and so on. You know, I mean, there's no trades out there to be made right now. I mean, most teams are are capped out. They don't have enough cap room. Um, and uh, again, I think it was Patrick Johnston in the province that was saying, you know, look, even if you could make a trade, um, they've got so many problems right now that just one player, even the right player, isn't going to be enough to turn it around for you. You know, yep. so... We've been saying it since he left Washington, too. He's a coach that's really good about bringing individual players together and making them a team. Mm -hmm. But he is not good at taking a team and elevating them to that next level. And he's done it five times, four at least four times now. He did it with the Caps. He did it with the Ducks. He did it with the Wild. Mm -hmm. And he did it with Vancouver last year. I might have missed a stop in in there somewhere. But he he always hits this ceiling and can't get any further than that yeah and it's always that the players just but to see it happen so fast like like this i mean in his previous stops it took what two or three seasons before you start seeing the wheels come off right Mm -hmm. this time it's like holy crap like this happened really really fast and i mean you know, everything was all, everybody was all excited. The Vancouver Canucks fans were excited. They were looking forward to it. The players were all talking about, oh, yes, you know, much better attitude this time and so on and so on. So it's like, what happened? What happened is there's there's a problem there with, with the coaching. And quite frankly, that this time of year, what's whenever your team is going off the rails early, what's the easiest thing to do? Do you trade your, do you, do you trade, do you trade, make trades? You know, you, you you certainly don't go into a rebuild right now. You, you certainly don't go into a rebuild into rebuild mode and start your fire sale in October. That's unheard of, right? No, but Black There's, Friday. It's after, yeah. it's after Thanksgiving. <laughs> after Thanksgiving, playoffs already. Hey, they keep playing the way they are. Maybe, Who knows? <laughs> but uh, normally, no, you wouldn't see that. You wouldn't see the big sell off. You know, this early in the season, you don't see a big. It's rare. I mean, my God, I can't think of what the last time you saw a trade in uh, like an October November trade that really turned things around I'm thinking like Ryan Johansson for Seth Jones Predators Blue Jackets back mm-hmm. and that was a long that was about a, what, almost 10 years ago now 
you can bring up the Joe Thornton trade, of course, but that was very lopsided for one team, and that was San Jose. Um, God, that was 10 years ago? Seth Jones has been in the league for 10 years? No, he hasn't. Pretty close. No. Has it been 10 years? 2016 was the trade, the Seth Jones trade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he'd been with with the Preds. Yeah, but he'd been with the Preds for a couple seasons before that. He was. Oh man, he was drafted in 2013. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ugh. He feels like a like feels still like a rookie to me for some reason. I don't know why. He he can get. He he could have went to unrestricted free agency if he wanted to, but he signed Uh, long term deal. Yeah, getting old, man. Mark, he's played. He's going to be playing 700. uh, By the end of the season, he'll have 700 games under his belt. Oh boy, howdy. Yeah, there you go. He's 28 now, I think. 28, 29. Uh, he's 20... <laughs> 20, 28, 700 he's 20, games. Just turned 28. Just turned 28, 700 games. Yep. Yeah. What happened? Well, that's what happens when these guys come in like either you know right after they've been drafted or the year following their draft year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, basically fire the coach is the easiest thing you do at this time of the year. That's that's normally how it goes. You fire the coach first, and and then they hope to turn around. Because it's not going to be the management's going to turn that's going to get fired out of any of this. Because Bruce Boudreaux was not their guy, you know. Jimmy Rutherford and Patrick Alvin, they they basically inherited Bruce Boudreaux when they came in and took over, you know. And they decided to pick up the option year in his contract for this year because, well, obviously the team played so well for them, but. They they could very easily fire Boudreaux and bring in their own guy happily. I think there wouldn't be any real mm-hmm. like I don't th- I I really don't see them agonizing over that decision too much. No, Mike no. Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike Keenan's coach in Italy. Hey, a bibbidi bobbidi national team. He is seventy four. Bless him. Fucking Christ, boys. <laughs> know what to do. <laughs> Time to try out for the Italian national. Remember, he spent Let's a year go. in New York, so he knows how to cuss in Italian. It's, it's <laughs> actually in, true. It's he was also true. in Chicago a long time too, Lyle. Oh it's yeah, that either. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh man. And he coached for a year in the KHL uh, for their uh, for that Chinese club too, so he knows some cuss words in Chinese. I'll bet you in Mandarin. Yeah. Hey, bibbidi bobbidi, bibbidi bobbidi. I don't think that's it. Anyway. No, I don't 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 think that's what that's Italian. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually it's at, yeah, it's more Vienna, 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 Vienna sausage, Vienna fingers, Vienna sausages. There you go. Yes, delicious. No, ah, anyway, <laughs> speaking of Vienna, uh, don't know where to go from here. Uh, Ethan Bear's gonna be his name's gonna be brought up a lot, isn't it? Ethan Bear's gonna be the guy that that everyone just is like, yeah. No, this is the guy. This is the guy who's going to be the pinnacle for our trade deadline. If we get Ethan Bear, we're me. Nah, it's just again, it's the time of year, guys. They all, I mean, unless you want to hear, you know, all Jacob Chicken all the time, it's almost kind oh, of like, baby. It's almost kind of nice to hear about uh, a Carolina Hurricanes defenseman who can't crack their roster. That's that's now making waves in the trade deadline. You know, because it's yeah, it gives us all a nice little break from from the Jacob Chicken watch. Right. Good God. Oh. <laughs> Well, it, it just goes to show there's not much for the insiders to talk about. So what are we going to talk about? Jacob Chickering with a little with a little dash of Patrick Kane on the side, which is what uh, our buddy Greg Wyshynski and his pal uh, Jeff Merrick talked about a few days ago. Uh, I was just like, really, guys? <laughs> you know, no offense, guys, but you're bringing up, oh, I think Colorado will be in there and Tampa Bay and, and, and this team and that team. Yeah, teams that all have no cap space. Sure, they're going to be in on Patrick Kane. Yeah, call me the trade deadline. We'll find out. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> 
Oh God. I was like, yeah, I know it's, it's way early in the season and there's too many teams that have little or no cap space. And there's not a lot of trade rumors to talk about. <laughs> I know, I know, but really, that's why we team, make them up. <laughs> make them up as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah, already yeah. know Patrick Kane's going to the Rangers or the Islanders. Hey, Hey, mm. not that he said it, but everybody else is saying it. So it must be true. I don't know. It's not a great fit for as too many cabs in New York. That is true. There's a He's lot. He's never going to live that down. Is that he? Is that, that will never, ever go away. Nor should he. Or he should. <laughs> He's 34 years old now. That shit happened over Bad. 10 years ago. He's grown up. He's a dad now. He's a good guy. Oh, great. He's going to teach his kid to beat up cab drivers. <laughs> Oh, 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 God damn it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing that we have no sins from our youth that can be brought up in my end. No, no, because it was no. done before the internet. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> so they never happened. There is no evidence. Ha 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 ha. Never happened. Take that, yes. Gen Z. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. Anyway. <laughs> uh bobbity boobity boobity bobbity. Lyle, what do you think about relegation? Relegation of what? Just relegation. Are you talking that uh what we should have like a relegation leagues like That's they relegation. have in the like they have in English football and stuff? Yeah, relegation. Just who, relegation. Who, who would you want to see relegated, Scotty? In the, the the least two teams and then bring the other two teams up. We know we'd have to break everything down. Like the whole structure of hockey would have to be blown up. We get yeah. that. We get that. But do you like the idea of relegation in, in any sport? Yes, I do, actually. I, I will say that's one thing I do like about English football. I really do like the fact that you've got these different tiers of leagues and that if teams play well, they can move up into, into the big league. Um, you know, it, it's... Well, I mean, it gives you something to play for, doesn't it? And, it, and you know, for teams that are that are kind of lousy, I mean, well, they know they're going to face relegation, so that can kind of provide some motivation. It would certainly, I think, kind of maybe bring an end to some of this deliberate tanking that we see. You know, if you know you're going to get dropped from the NHL to, let's say, the AHL. Let's say the AHL becomes your, you know, second division, right? If you know you're going to get dropped and you're going to be playing in, in a league with smaller arenas where you're not going to be as well-known, you know, you know, no more first-class travel everywhere in first-class hotels. Now you're riding buses and you're staying at the Motel 6, mm-hmm. right? That kind of gives you a little bit more motivation to play a little harder, don't you think? <laughs> you know? You know? <clears throat> and so, it would blow up the uh, blow up the draft. We need to get rid of that. Oh, That'd be nice. Great. Yep. Uh, yeah, it would. Though, again, the draft, though, does is, is not without its charms, let's be honest. No. Nah. Let's be honest. Oh, it would be fun to see the Calgary Hitmen play against the Calgary Flames. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, yeah, we out should. of Calgary. Should I bring that back up? The Maple Leafs against the Murrays, baby. Well, hold on, Lyle. We had uh, we had something. Uh, and of course, it's not fucking on here. Why would it be? Why would it be? Why yeah. would three? Earlier in the show, we were talking about how the Saddle Dome has four teams in it mm-hmm. currently. Um, yes. And then we looked at the schedule of the four teams and here's how december looks like um the flames then the hitman then the flames the hitman and the flames break flames kevin hart wranglers 
uh, Roughnecks, <laughs> Wranglers. Kevin right? Hart taking on the Flames. Exactly. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would love that. Love that for him. <laughs> the Flames and Wranglers taking on Kevin Hart <laughs> in a two-on-one match. The Flames are the opener. Special guest star, Theo Fleury, for some reason. Uh, the Wrangler, the Flames, the Wranglers, the Flames. Kane Brown. Who's Kane Brown? He's country artist. Country. Okay, that's why I don't know. Uh, then the Hitman, Wranglers, Wranglers. Wranglers Flames. against Kane Brown. Oh, that'd be, oh that'd, that'd be wonderful. No, Wranglers against Kevin Hart. There you go. Oh, there it is. There it Kane is. Brown against Kevin Hart. Well, they, they love the hearts up in Calgary, as you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah, he's the brother that's from another true. mother. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin's the last of the uh, Hart uh, dungeon, yes, if I remember yes. correctly. Yes. I swear, if he does not make like an in, just some sort of web content about meeting Bret Hart, Oh God! In oh, Calgary, missed opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, golden opportunity yes. right there. And he knows, and he knows The Rock very well, and The Rock knows Bret Hart, so it's just he could he could hit the stage. Oh wow! He could hit the stage to the Hitman's intro music with and glasses. The place would glasses just blow up. up. Uh, uh, by the way, here's this game is great. Uh, Wednesday, February twenty second, the Calgary Hitman take on the Winnipeg Ice, and then the Calgary Wranglers take on the Silver Knights of Henderson. There you go. So there's also. Hey. Another game that November that's doubled up. Oh, there's yeah. three yeah. shows. That's Disney on Ice. Disney on Ice has five have, showings. Disney on Wranglers. Ice against the Wranglers and the Hitmen. Ooh. I would pay real money to see that. <laughs> well then here look at look at this one on Black on uh on Black Friday. Wranglers Canucks at yep. one, Hitman Raiders at seven. Yep. Then they have to switch for the Roughnecks game and then switch back for a run o'clock Wranglers and a, a six o'clock Hitman game. At so least the, at say. least their roughnecks game is like throwing down a piece of carpet. That's true. Yeah. Like they're like, all right, get the AstroTurf from 1980. Let's put it out there. <laughs> well, they we, also have to take the boards down. We don't. still have the turf. Uh, indoor indoor lacrosse uses the boards. Yeah. Same boards, same size. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, 200 by 85. All right. Never mind then. Oh, hey, Brian Adams is coming to town on the ninth. Right. Once November upon a time, 9th. that would have been really exciting. Yeah. A couple weeks from now. It's two weeks from now. Get on a flight. Go out and see Brian Adams. See the summer of 69. I, so oh, I yeah. never realized how great a skaters Disney on Ice had. They have they have eight show, seven shows in four days. Six shows. This one's canceled. Yeah. How many yeah, oh. how many yeah, how many hip checks can they throw, Johnny? That that shit don't impress me. I don't know. Buzz Lightyear could probably throw a mean. Let me, hip let, let me see him get out there and play and play with a pulled groin. Then then that you would be true. Me. Wait until Woody dies because somebody sees him and he just plays dead. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, they realize he just had a, a a brain bleed, and he's like, oh no, oh oh, oh no, oh concussion. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Let me see the Disney one of the Disney on ice dancers out there giving their all with cracked ribs and a punctured lung. Then you will have earned my respect. <laughs> then I will go watch your. It has happened show. before. <laughs> hey, only if we find out about it like yeah. a week after the shows are done. It's yes. like yes. you know, Roy looked like he was off his game while he was out there, and then it comes out in the in the media that he was fighting a a torn MCL or something right, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'd be I, like, I, you know, I noticed it was from the pregame soccer match. It's like, you know, she's not hitting those those quadruple axles the way she used to. Oh, we find out. Oh, God, Jesus. Yeah, she. Wow. She had massive. Yeah. Concussion from getting fucked in the head. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> One of the other athletes in the back. I had a bad thought. So 
if, if the Disney on Ice did like a, a thing where they had a bunch of like ter- tertiary characters doing like a pinwheel, my first thought, and I do this at the UND games when they had the uh, UND cheer figure skating team out there, they do like the pin the pinwheel. I always go over to Jen. I just nudge her and I said, "Over Oglethorpe fucked her, you know." Yeah, he fucked <laughs> the last one on the pinwheel of the of the skate, skating spectacular. <laughs> that old chestnut from Slapshot, 77. Hey, Good times. Hey. <laughs> Who's that? That's the dog that saved him. Just, just fuck him. <laughs> you know that there's actually a statue of that dog in the center yes. of Johnstown? There is, yeah. Oh, that's the dog that saved Johnstown. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, uh, they did a, the Hansons did a thing about that for the 50th anniversary, or the 45th anniversary, where Steve Carlson was walking through town and everything like that, and they showed that, and I'm just like, wow, look at that. There actually is one. And there's the hotel Johnny stayed at and probably got murdered at. <laughs> well, I'm back. Well, there you go. Thank God. Yes. We appreciate you. Yes. Hey, Lyle, programming note. Uh, how's your Monday looking? This Monday? This coming my Halloween Monday. Halloween. Well, let me have a looky-loos here. Uh, yeah. production fly. Well, as they would say in the... Um... As the character Mr. Humphreys from uh, Are You Being Served would say, I'm free. Okay, go. What are you looking at here? We're doing a show. Same bad time, same bad channel. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to Dynamite next Wednesday. Yes, that's right. That's right. I remember now. Yeah, okay. It's in Baltimore again. Headed to Dynamite. I'm wearing wearing a Ted Lasso jersey, and I'm taking a poster that says Believe. There you go. There you go. When's the next season of Ted Lasso? Fuck if anybody does. Jesus Christ, I friggin' hate this, man. Come on, give us an idea. For... You're gonna get a trailer the day before all the all the episodes drop. Oh yeah, and then you gotta sit and binge them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it was. That's what I've been watching. Was. Welcome to Wrexham, though. How's that? It's Wrexham, pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, yeah. and uh, Rob McElhaney. Okay. Uh, it's on uh, FX, or uh, I think it's on Hulu actually as well. But it's pretty good. And that's a reality show. It's just yeah. uh, one of those regular documentary type shows, you know, yeah. like the mm-hmm. like the inside insider type show. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Funny hat. Yeah. That's going well. Got that I'll going just, for me. Yeah. Well, hopefully I've had going something. for me, yeah, which is nice. I'll find something. Yeah, hopefully something does. I mean, Jesus, I, I spent last Christmas binging the first two seasons of Ted Lasso. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Best Christmas ever. Uh, was one of the well, one of the better Christmases. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I only got actually. I only watched the. I only managed to watch the first season that day. I watched the second season on Boxing Day. So. Oh, oh! By the way, happy Thanksgiving, Lyle. That was a couple weeks back. That was a couple weeks, but thanks. What? <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Tenth. Yeah, it was on the tenth. Yeah. I thought it was the end of October. When did they start moving it up in October? When's it going to be in no, September? It's always, it's always it's always been uh, early October. It's always. But is it been the beginning of the, the hockey season? Monday in October. Yes. It's 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 not always like Hanukkah been. where it changes all the time, Mark. It's pretty stats. <laughs> pretty pretty yeah. It's not like Easter where the, you know the right. made up holiday to yeah that goes all over the goddamn place because it follows the friggin' you know moon. It follows the moon. It literally follows the literally moon. follows the moon. Yeah, the pagan holiday stolen by Christians. No, of course not. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, the moon is um, God made the moon, and of course the moon's on a. Very regimented schedule. Regimented schedule. Regimated. Regimated. Relegated schedule. (laughs) (laughs) It drops down. The moon does. Yes. Um, Every night. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. Well, we forget anything for this week that stood out to you that uh, uh, you have covered hey. or you want to speak about? We'll give you the soapbox derby. Uh, Donald, just real quick. I mean, uh, Carrie Price uh, spoke out. Yeah. Uh, talked about uh, what uh, his reason why he wound up going to the uh, the NHL NHLPA player assistance program last fall. Uh, he'd, uh, I guess, he had a hell of a hell of a summer there in in 2021. It was, you know, they came so close to winning to winning the Stanley Cup, you know, which was his ultimate goal, what he wanted to accomplish, and. Then right after that, he had to have the knee surgery, and that took longer, and, you know, just all the expectations and everything like that, it just wound up weighing on his mind. He said that he just, yeah, he, he started drinking drinking heavier, and he wasn't, in his mind, he wasn't being a good father and all of that. So that's voluntarily put himself, recognized he had a problem, put himself into the, into the program. And I just thought, though, it's kind of a... It's just kind of interesting to kind of pull the... When a player pulls the curtain back on their life a little bit there, because... Uh, you know, Carey Price, when you watch him play, when he's out there, like, he just looks unflappable. Like, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, Mr. Cool, you see, nothing bothers him. He sticks to it. And I'm and it, I'm sure on the ice, he is that, right? But there's, there is that pressure of being literally, you know, the franchise player of one of the, the most historic franchises in, in NHL history <laughs> with that fanatical fan base. And it made me think back... Um, I think it was like a season, a season or two prior. Um, the Canadians hadn't had a good season. Price had missed time because he was hurt, and he came back. And I think it was like I think he he that game he was playing. He he passed. I think it was Jacques Plump for the most games played by a Canadian's goaltender. I think he set the franchise record or something like that. And they did a big fan appreciation. They did a big like video for him, you know, during the game and. The fans all rose, gave him a standing ovation and chanted his name and chanted his name. And afterwards, he, he you know, it was like kind of he revealed that, yeah, he he kind of got teary eyed. It really got to him because he he, he thought he said, I, 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 I thought they didn't like me anymore. And I thought that was kind of telling in a way. I was like, wow, like, you know, geez, dude, you're you know, you can do no wrong in this town. You're beloved. I mean, but. He honestly felt because he'd had a few bad games and, you know, kind of had felt, you know, like you're going to some fans who want to boo you or whatever. Or, uh, what's wrong with him or blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, everybody realized he was hurt. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, but he, yeah, he really felt really kind of emotionally overwhelmed a bit by that, which I found was surprising. So when this thing came up uh, that, you know, he he felt that he needed to, to get help, that, uh, yeah, it, it just uh, kind of shows that having, because he said it right out, that the pressure of being given, you know, to be a franchise player and to have to play at your best day in day out he said that really weighed heavily on his mind and knowing that he's in the as he called it the the 18th hole of his of his career you know he really is to, coming toward the end of it it's like yeah all of that just just seemed to just hit him all at once so yeah so uh you know best of luck to him uh, going forward both with his surgery for his knee if for nothing else so he have good quality of life even if he can never play again and with his continued sobriety. And one last thing, did you guys talk about Phil Kessel? No, no we did. We a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I just yeah, Phil Kessel, you know, again, our buddy Greg Wyshynski and the guys over at the score. Uh the past week came out with the, they interviewed a bunch of uh, Kessel's, you know, former teammates and present teammates, like going all the way back to when he was, you know, even playing junior hockey, things like that. And it was really, really very interesting and very entertaining. It, you know. 
Phil Castle, I've said it before, he is the epitome of you cannot judge a book by the cover. Right. Because he does not look like an athlete at all. And mm. yet you hear you hear his like former and current teammates say, dude, this guy lists me in the gym without even trying. Mm. Like this guy runs fast. He skates, he skates laps around everybody. <laughs> he does that, he does that. And you're just he was like, wasn't he in the fastest skating competition like won. five or six years ago? Yeah, yeah. he won. <laughs> you know, blew everybody's doors off. Everybody, oh Bill Kessler, this is gonna be funny to watch. Holy shit, he won. <laughs> you know. Um <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just thought it was really and but just kind of the funny stories, you know, a lot of it was just like Phil Kessel is just what you'd expect. He just laid back guy, you know, he, you know, he, <laughs> he he says and sometimes does things to get a laugh. You know, sometimes he's unaware of what's going on, like that whole thing that we were laughing about when he sold his house in, the, uh, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah with the like, single chair. Yeah, with the chair. And that was that was his realtor's idea. To set that chair up like that, and he thought it was hilarious. He's like, like, "Great job, sure, go ahead." He said, "Or when the the best story come from Nick Bonino when they were, uh, I think it was like the 2017 playoffs. Kessel was like star of the game, played really well, and and you know Pierre Maguire's interviewing him post game, and Maguire, you know, was asking him, you know, so how's your breath? Like, you know, like." How's you, you know, how you feel? Cause you work so hard. Well, Kessel took it to mean, oh, you know, oh, my breath's bad. So he says, yeah, must, must, must stink pretty bad. And again, McGuire's like, no, no. Like, how's your, how's your cardio doing? Like, how you <laughs> but, but in his defense, what a dumb way to phrase a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. But anyway, Kessel, after the interview, like good nature, the whole thing, he goes back to the dressing room and tells like none of his teammates knew about this. And he just said, guys, you might want to check out social media. You're going to have a good laugh, right? <laughs> and the next day, of course, this was all over social media. So what happens? The following day, he goes into the into the dressing room, and of course, what did the guys do? They had like Tic Tacs and Listerine <laughs> and, and gum all piled high in his locker. <laughs> and amazing. he just laughed. Eh? So well, it's just. Like, he yeah. does seem like the, if we didn't know any better, he does seem like the kind of guy that like just wanted to play beer league and somebody was like you know you're really good you should try out for the local team and then he like killed it with the local team and then they're yeah. like you should really try out for this higher level team and he just slowly <laughs> made his way up to the right. nhl and didn't realize how good he was but this <laughs> fails upward but this is the thing though i mean i mean but you know he, also you you find out that you know he's ultra competitive like that was the running theme with every former and current teammate that all these guys that Wyshynski and these other guys talked to was like, you know, because it's like, how how did Kessel, the unlikely Iron Man, and I will give it that because he doesn't look like your typical hockey player, you know, but how did he do it? And and almost the running theme through that is he is ultra competitive, right? When he's on the ice, you know, like, yeah, okay. Defensively, no, he's not going to back check very much. Don't, don't look at Phil and expect him to back check. His his game is just, just let him go play. Let him go play his game. And you let him go play his game. He is all they say he is ultra competitive. He just wants to win. He wants to win. It's just that we never got to see this stuff or hear about this stuff because of course he doesn't like really like talking to the media. So it's very interesting. So the media, instead of talking to Phil, because Phil isn't going to tell them, you know, hey, how come you became Iron Man? You know, what's your secret? Da da da. What's it like? He's just like, oh, oh, oh. you know, you're not going to get anything <laughs> out of him that way. Because remember what I said, he doesn't like to talk about hockey to the media. You want to talk about anything else? He's happy to talk to you about it. He just doesn't like talking about his game or or talk to the media. He's closed off that way. 
So what do they? So what do guys like Mashinsky and them have to do? They have to go and talk to his current and former teammates, and that's when you discover who he really is. And it didn't surprise me a bit. Not any of it surprised me a bit because you can't stay in the NHL and not be ultra competitive and can play mm-hmm. at a high level. Guys who aren't don't last very long. We've seen them come and go. They come into the league. Yeah, they have two or three really good seasons and then they flame out and they're gone within seven if they make it that long. Kessel's been at this, what, 15, 16 years now, right? You know, he's just set the Ironman record. You don't get there by just coasting or resting on your laurels. You get there because you're super competitive. But yeah, you know, like I said, and he gets his 400th career goal in that game as well when he breaks the record. So, oh, nice. the goal too. I like that. So, a nice capstone to his career. I think this is his final season, though. He he doesn't look. Yeah, he's his his performance has been going downhill for the last couple of years, and you know, just his age. He's played a lot of games. So yeah, that, exactly. It's showing a little. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's 35. You want to talk about mm. age, Mark? He's the guy's 35. <laughs> <laughs> Completely hey, yeah, the, for the goddamn hill. When you yeah, don't throw good. hits and you're on the ice for only eight to ten minutes a game or whatever he's putting in right now, you could put up. You could probably. I could probably do that at 35. Maybe not now, but three or four years ago, yeah, I could probably have done that. <laughs> Got this. Well, and the other thing we also all all tend to forget is is you know he had testic- testicular cancer yep. early in his yes. career. He won the Masterton Trophy. Yeah, people forget that. From coming back from that, so you know, every I, I saw some comments like, "Why weren't the Bruins in his his video that they put together for him?" Well, he didn't have a streak when he was with the Bruins. Nope, he started <laughs> that streak with the Pens. Yeah, and there you yeah. go. That's why. Yep, the the streak started when he was with the Leafs, and it just yeah, Leafs. his run up since. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so there we one. go. Yeah. Hey, pick segment. Hey, get on him. Here we go. Ooh, I was trying to keep an eye on the time there, Scotty. I know you got some other stuff okay. you want to get in there. It's all good, buddy. Um, I won. This game Yay! Called... The, the set list got me 10 goals. Johnny in second with oh, eight. Oh, no. Lyle in third with seven. Mm-mm. And Oof. Mark, two. That's no good. So, But it's really good. Because <laughs> then you get the, the, the final pick gets to you and the 200-point swing. And you do like last year and win the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, this week, the ECHL. The, the Eckle. Former East Coast Hockey League. And now a, it's just the Eckle. Yep, and the bevy of teams. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the Premier AA Hockey League. Yes, sir. Yes. Don't forget it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mark, since you finished last, you get pick first. That's how things go. There you go. Zippity-doo-dah. <laughs> Very excited. Ooh, that's so a new excited. one. Mm. Ooh. That's Ooh. a new one. Wow, very nice. A couple new ones. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to keep it simple. Keep it simple. This, uh, this you know, Halloween is on Monday. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with the uh, the kiss method here, and I'm going with the brand new yep. from Savannah, Georgia. They play in the End Market Arena, Vegas Golden Knights affiliate, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. I love there. that name. That's i got to get me a jersey. It's a hell of a jersey. Hat, man. I've, I got to get a jersey. Got to get a hat. <clears throat> Uh, then that goes to Lyle. Lyle, what's your wrestler oh. this time? Okay, well, I mean, again, as usual, there's 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 several interesting ones to to choose from, but I'm gonna go with the Allen Real Americans. There we go. Mm, um, there you go. They had a player get suspended indefinitely because he fucking swung and stick at the fans. There you Perfect. go. Doing great. Wrestler. <laughs> what could yeah. go wrong? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Johnny. Um, I'm gonna go. 
with the arena that was named after a guy who just had his own show and sticking with the uh, thought process of Hans Zimmer. Um, and they play in the Jeffrey Dahmer Arena, uh, and they're the Kansas City Mavericks. Okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to say Cable Dahmer. My bad. You can be dark sometimes, Johnny. <laughs> That's fine. In honor, in honor, and their honor. coach is Tato Dad, Tato Head, Tato Head. Yep, Tato Head, Tato Head. Um, I'm going to pick with the uh, with the uh, tradition, the traditionalist, as we all know. Um, and I am going to go with left side debit, right side credit, the Wheeling Jerry Nailers. That's good. Go. Very nice. Shout out, Mr. Naylor. He gets like he gets like a half a dozen shout outs every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On our show. He's doing great. Doesn't know we're alive. <laughs> your but Facebook, if he did, sir. he still wouldn't care. Exactly. Uh, all right. Ha ha. Fuck you. Hey. Let's go. There it is. Second. There beard. it is. That, that'll start us off. Hey, how about we go to TD Garden? How about we go to February 9th, 2016, right around the deadline? How about we go Los Angeles Kings and Boston Bruins? Hey! 2016. So 2015-16 season. 2016. We have uh, we have two goalies for a team. So we have 18 skaters aside and three goalies to pick from. So 36 skaters, three goalies. Three goalies. Yep. And Mark, we're going to take off. All right. All right. I'm going to go with John Quick. John Quick on the board. Nice work. That was Mm -hmm. quick. Uh, Johnny. Uh, Dustin Brown. Dustin Brown on the board. Lyle. Uh, We're doing Bruins too, right? Bruins and Kings. Bruins and Kings. Okay, sorry. Bruins. Uh, Patrice Bergeron. On the board. On the board. So, Mark. Marchand. Brad Marchand on the board. On the board. Johnny, keep it going. Uh, Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask on the board. On the board. Lyle, how you doing? Keep it moving. Zidane Ochara. Zidane Ochara on the board. Pew, pew, Two straight pew, rounds, pew, 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 Just that easy. Mark? Um, <laughs> Anze Kopitar. I was like, Anze. how the hell did uh, I forget his name? Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh. On the board. <laughs> Johnny? Uh, David Pasternak. David Pasternak, how you doing? Keep it moving on the board. Uh, Lyle? David Krejci. David Krejci, how you doing? Keep it moving on the board. Wow. Three straight rounds, boys. Well done. Yes. Can we just end it? Yeah, let's, let's just end it right now. <laughs> well, guys, that was great. That was a quick one. Uh, uh, that was a quick one. Where go? Boom, boom, boom. Everybody's a winner. Exactly. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Drew Dowdy. Your daddy's on the board. How you doing? Oh, oh wow. Johnny? Oh, man. Um, uh, Charlie McAvoy? Sorry. Oh. It's too early for that, Mr. Mack. Oh. Darn. To Lyle. 
<clears throat> uh, oh shit, I just went blind for a sec. I'm so oh, no. grown in it. Uh oh. Um, lost it. See. Hang on, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, okay, I'm thinking Kings and I'm thinking Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter's on the board. Wow. Uh-huh. Mark. I believe the young stud defenseman you were thinking of was Tori Krug. <laughs> Tori Krug is on the board. How you doing? Uh, it was one of the two. Johnny. Um, um, <laughs> nope. Not him. Uh, <laughs> You're through all of the, the top level guys and it's just nothing. Yeah, now we're yeah, going. yeah, yeah. I feel like both these teams drop off fast. Except no. they don't, I don't think. Still, I, I think, think that still they still, still have a lot of solid yeah, guys on their teams. Yeah, I think they still have some decent talent left there, bud. Yep. I don't. I don't know them though. Oh, um. Okay. Uh. Ah, damn it. Um. You have stuff stemple. Toof. <laughs> Stump the stumple. Sadly, not there. Very stumpy. Uh, Lyle. Uh, he's with the Toronto Maple Leafs now, but back then he was an LA King, and his name is Jake Muzzin. Jake Muzzin on the board. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, that. Go. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach okay because I can't remember when this guy moved to Did San Jose, and I also don't know which team had three go- two goalies, but I'm gonna guess Martin Jones anyway. Uh, no, incorrect. Damn. Ooh. Right timeline though. Right timeline for the Kings. Uh, but he did not play in this game, unfortunately. Mm, uh, Johnny. Johnny, there See, you go. That's where I was gonna go with. Uh, I was gonna go with Yaroslav Halak because I was gonna go with the Bruins having a third goalie. Uh, Yaroslav Halak, sorry. Sorry. Lyle. Okay. This one. All right. I think he's in this game, but I'm just not sure what team he's with at this point. That's a good guess, though. Um, Good guess. Elon Lucic. Elon Lucic on the board. Lucic bonus point if you tell me what, uh, what team he scored a goal and had two assists on. Okay. He scored against the Bruins. <laughs> but he had two points for the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He scored against the Bruins, so that means he had the points for the Kings. All right, yes. there Perfect. It was the Kings. You are correct. All right. <laughs> the mom is the doctor. That's the twist. <laughs> the horse's name was Friday. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Alec Martinez. Alec Ooh, Martinez. On the board. There nice. Yes. That was good. Yep. That's yep. a good yep. pickup right there. Johnny. Um. Shane Morrison. Sean Morrison. Not there. Sean Morrison. <laughs> Sorry. Lyle? Okay, there were three goalies in this one? There were three goalies. All right, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and say okay. Jack Campbell with the Kings. Sorry. Uh, are you all opposed since we've gone through a cycle if I give a clue of the goalie? I mean, I don't care. Sure. Lyle, are you okay with it? Yeah, absolutely. It's the Monster Mash. Okay, that's a clue. Me. Mark? It is a good, it's a, it's a, it is a clue. That is, is certainly a clue. a clue. Um, Let's see. Man, Alec Martinez was already... That's- that was your yeah, big that, one. That was a deep dive for me yeah. already. Yeah. So, uh, 
should have been your closer. I don't. Th- I think Mike Mike Richards was long gone by now. I'm going to say his name anyway. Yeah, yeah, he was long gone. I think he was with yeah. the Caps. I want to say it. I think he was probably even gone from the Caps. But that okay, makes sense then. Johnny. Um, sorry, when you said that, all I could think of was the early broadcast monsters. Uh, That's kind of why I brought it that way too. <laughs> it's the monster. Eric Belanger. Ooh, Eric Belanger. Sorry. Oh. But you get the Belanger bonus for Is mentioning losing Eric teeth. Yeah. Okay. Lyle. Okay, so I think monster is the nickname of of the goalie. No, the the clue is he's a monster. It's the oh. monster mash. That's the clue. It's the monster mash. Oh, Dion Phaneuf. As gold. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Because he so, was a monster every time he played. True. When McGuire called the game. True. Was that your guess, Lyle? Yes, I'll That's take it. Not there. No, I know he played with the Kings. He did play with the Kings. That, that is good, true. though. That was good. Uh, all right, last uh, last call, Mark. Yeah. All right, I'm pretty sure he was either in Anaheim or retired by now. But right. Dustin Penner. Dustin Penner. Sorry, not there. He could have been on the Caps at that time. He could have. He could have been on the Caps right now. Uh, Johnny, last call. Um, I'm sorry, a weird name just popped into my head. Okay. And I don't think it's actually, I don't think the Wait. word that I have. Yarko Rutu is not on any of these teams. It's his first name. But uh, Gustafson as the goalie? Sorry. Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Hold on. We'll give it to you. Jonas Gustafson is yes. the goalie. Jonas. The yeah, I remembered him. He wasn't he the like best goalie outside of the NHL. The that, Leafs picked him up, and then he was yeah, dog shit. Yeah, and then he promptly shit yeah. the bed. Yeah. Yep. We will give it to you. All right. So you get the Woo! monster bonus, which hey, is hey, the hey. monster burger from Hardee's. Uh, you Perfect. just have to go drive and get it. I'll go get it tomorrow. Pay for it <laughs> <laughs> for breakfast. But mention that the face-off hockey yeah. show brought yeah. you there. Yeah. Just get the, <laughs> Hi, the, the face-off hockey show sent me? Okay. Yeah, scan yeah. in the receipt and email it to Scotty. Exactly, and I'll get the stars on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's foolproof. Yeah. Uh, Lyle, your last call. Uh, okay. Thinking about Kings again, I'm going to mm. say Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli mm. on the board. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, for some reason, Johan Gustafsson was what came into my head. And I was like, I'm pretty certain that's not his first name. You're close. You were close. Yeah. As soon as you said Gustafsson, I was like, fuck, that's it. Yep. Because he was called the monster. Yeah. Went over to the judges. Judges gave it to you. So. All right. Thank you, Cooper. Yep. There you go. Good one, Coop. Say what up, buddy. Uh, All right. For the Kings, Andy Androff. That's not a name. That's a made-up person. That is just a I don't know how the fuck he scored a goal. That, that's an L.A. thing. It's like Alan Smithy for directors who didn't right? put their name on a piece of shit. Andy Andrea. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brown, Carter, Kyle Clifford on the squad. Oh. Uh, Dowdy, Christian Erhoff, Marion Gabrick, mm. uh, Dwight King, Kopitar, Vinny LeCavier on his list. Oh, wow. Season. That was his last season. That's yep. Right. yep. Trevor Lewis, Can't Lose. Um, Lucic, Martinez, Braden McNabb, Muzzin, 
Jordan Nolan, Luke Shen, Toffoli, and Quick. For the Bruins, Matt Bolesky, Bergeron Chara, Brent Conley, Louis Erickson, Landon Ferraro, Jimmy Hayes, Krejci Krug, Marchant, Kevin Miller, uh, Joseph Morrow, Pasternak, Tyler Randall, Dennis Seidenberg, Ryan Spooner, Maxine Talbot, Zach Trotzman, and of course, uh, Jonas Gustafson and Tuka Rask. So there you go. Wow. Your scores. All right. So, We've Monday, done same bad time, same bad channel. Monday, Monday, Monday. You can hide away from the trick-or-treaters. Be a great time for everybody. Right. When was Halloween in Canada? Same time <laughs> as this is for you. Ha-ha. <laughs> Trick-or-treaters uh, come here. They need the time to sell costumes, that's why. That's true. Yeah. Well, no, because you, you buy the costume, and then you... They should be earlier in Canada, because you have to buy the costume, and then you have to wear a jacket over top of it, and no one knows what the hell you are. Exactly, because you're fucking freezing here. Exactly. Up here, Jesus Christ, we're having a warm spell here. It's funny. Out on the prairie in Calgary and all them places, yeah, they're having, having snowstorms and 30 centimeters of snow, and here, we're sitting here like, you know, 20 degrees Celsius, walking around in shorts and flip-flops. Wow. Weird, but we'll take it. So what, what's, a, what's that in real temperature? In real temperature, 70, that's about, uh, that'd be about 75 degrees. That's actually good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's a good temperature. It's a good fall day right there. Oh, yeah. Yep, we're enjoying exactly. it. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy it. We'll talk to you here in a couple days. Yep. And uh, it'll be fun. Have a good weekend, guys. You too, buddy. See you. Uh, there he goes. Law Richard, InspectorsHockey.net, at SpectorsHockey on Twitter. Johnny, how about some shout-outs? Um, I will give a shout-out to a new phone showing up it's being upgraded it should be here next week at some point what is it 18 they up to 18 now what are they doing uh 14 pro oh okay yeah because i'm a pro yes you are um i give a shout out to the the trip to johnstown it was fun had a great time um and I'll give a, a shout out to a uh, week off from hockey next week. <laughs> uh, it, not that I'm slowing down. I'm just going to other things, apparently. Right. Uh, yeah. So so I got go. that going for me. It's like soccer's back. There you go. Not um, even refereeing. Just with less Wednesdays. missing, less, And less parents yelling at you. That's true, because I just listen to your I just listen to music the whole time. Exactly. So, Yeah. It's all good. I I will throw out. I've been, uh, eh, the Apple Store in Annapolis was pretty nice to me yesterday. They were trying to uh, help me with my old phone a little bit, um, but couldn't ultimately. And it wasn't their fault, but I feel like Apple should have been able to help me out a little bit more. Yeah, they are and, fucking and geniuses after all. I mean, stuff. come on. It's true. Yeah, Assholes, fuckers. Yeah, but they're in a bar, so like. How like I mean, how good are drunk geniuses? I don't know. Look at baby geniuses. Yeah. Also, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the Orvilles were drunk while they made an airplane. What about the Redbackers? So... Wait, is it the Orvilles? No, it's the Wrights. Orville was just one. <laughs> Orville's of them. Was maybe the Orville was the one that was drunk, and the other one yeah. we don't remember what his name was. So that's probably Edgar, it's... wasn't it? Ed- Edgar Wright. No, no that was Edgar Wright I... made all of. The... Shaun of the Dead movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really. It is funny. Neither of us realized it until I said. Oh, it's it's Orville and Wilbur. Wilbur. Yes, of course. And I'll give a shout out to uh, Hans Zimmer. (laughs) There it is. Perfect. 
Wonderful. I can't uh, wait for the new score to come out. I know. Mark? Uh, tonight's beer of choice was, uh, I, don't, I don't think I had this one on the show yet, Abandon All Hope. Ooh, wow. It's very Halloween-themed. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's halloween So our So these pairings, at least the, the food pairing. Candy corn? Uh, oh. The food pairing is flank steak and <clears throat> shiitake yakitori. Now that. That's not bad. I that think he wrestled good. in New Japan. I think he did too. <laughs> yes, but that I would that I would try. Whether or not I could make the shiitake yakitori, not quite sure. There's the mushrooms. I can't eat that. The cheese is the Rumano Pradera. Pradera. Hey, so what's going on? <laughs> Why are you <laughs> with the beer? What is this cheese? Where do you get it? Everyone loves the cheese. Cigar Monte Cristo Nicaragua series Robusto. Oh, robusto. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and music, not okay. not so far out there. All hope is gone by Slipknot. Oh, so it's not nearly as far out. Mainstream music. Yeah, that's, yeah. Far. that's a band I know. <laughs> not nearly as far out there as they usually are. So there and, you go, and, Droid Theory. And not, it back in a little bit. Not as death metal. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is more main mainstream mainstream uh, industrial music. Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> Maybe they fe- figured out they were ostracizing their uh, fan base. There you go. Uh, with their <laughs> or that literally no one read these things except to make fun of them. Yes, there's Could that. Me too. Maybe they listen to the show. Maybe. <laughs> um, if, if if so, why aren't you sponsoring us? We drink that, it every week on the show. Every almost Marcus. every week. Yeah, I've spent probably thousands of dollars at your brewery. Yeah, well, not at well, Wegmans, but you you still get the money. Right. <laughs> the brewery at Wegmans. <laughs> I'm done. All right. That's all um, I got for now. Shout out to Orville and Wilbur Wright uh, in the plane. Um, and Edgar. Just, and and Edgar, Edgar right too. too. Yeah, sure. Making all those good movies. <laughs> um, shout out to getting feeling better. This to having to, uh, to coughing up blood. Mm. We're going to figure out what happens there tomorrow. Um, good thing you work at a hospital. Fucking hard. Yeah, I work at a hospital and I have every known disease around me. Um, so that's probably about the reason I got sick. Uh, shout out to uh, road trip in here soon. So I got to be fucking prepared for that. Jesus. Another fucking seven hour drive. <sighs> Woo! Yay. Shout out to Cheap Candy next Tuesday. That'll be good. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll do a show around then. I'll just give a shout out to, to it then. Um, shout out to Cooper. Just because. Fuck you. Um, that's it. That's all. If you have a Patreon, if you're in the five dollar tier, you're gonna get another show, another video show. So, get ready for that. But until then, for Johnny P. Mark of the C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself. And someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction and podcast monsters. Hey, on the social media at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Patreon.com/slash Face Off Hockey Show to give us all the money you want. Give us your human dollars. Be a great time. Uh, until we talk to you again, it'll be a Tuesday upload. So get ready for that, everybody. And until then, peace.